shoes he makes happen. And I mean, like he molded new legs. I mean, put the put the legs to uh, his crab legs to be on his shoulder to be show accurate. I mean, the colors being darker and not so well. I mean, you know, this right, bright and uh, pretty and and all that. Uh, that being said, speaking about bright and pretty, welcome to everyone. Stasis Lock, episode one fifty four, the Beast Wars podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Primal Sabbath. Uh, as you can see, uh, what is it? He's got this down better than I do. That's me. Um, so today I'm joined by Rodri. Where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me over the cool stuff 27. All right. You also got you a Facebook page going up too, don't you, huh? Uh, I just made that uh, how long ago? Just a few minutes ago. Well, you should plug it. What I would do, uh, I would plug it. Man, that feedback's getting nuts, man. Yeah, man. Is that Mike? Oh, that ain't me. Hey, I sound like a microwave. It definitely sound like a microwave. Nope. No, no microwave. You're, getting, you're getting feedback, ain't the, You can hear the. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Mike, where can we find you, at, man? You can find me everywhere as Angry Mike. And uh, Throbby Bulgeface, <laughs> where can people find you? <laughs> You can find me on YouTube at Trabby Bulgeface. Mm. All right. Speaking of YouTube, we're joined here by uh, internet YouTube celebrity Matthew <laughs> Deluxe Baldwin. Uh, for for a short time, where can people find you at, man? Uh, man, you can find me at Hell Hasbury Views. I'm almost at 2,500 uh, subs. I'm trying to get that before TFCon next week. If you don't mind, go check out my channel and uh, sub if you like it and all that good stuff. Uh, you can find me on Shattercast Uncut. I do that once a week. Also, it's a kind of a big thing, I guess. I don't know. Not really. Yeah, nah, not really. <laughs> and you can find me in Mike's car going to see Dakota this weekend, also. So yeah. I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna fart my ass off. <laughs> you better hope we car. don't stop at a restaurant. Mm. Don't leave your ass there. <laughs> see, that's why I ain't going there, man. That, see, that's why, man. man. It's, it's shit like that. That's the reason why I'm not gonna go angry, Mike. Yeah, stop being a dick cobbler. It'll be all right. We're Anyways, going. and I'll be at TFCon next weekend. If y'all want to come by and say hi to me, I'll be sitting with uh, Bobby Skullface, and I'm gonna be all uh, yeah, playing with his nipples, probably. So. Ooh. That's where you can find me at. Tell Canadian brother, Throbby Bulgeface. Oh, I will. I definitely will. You'll <laughs> be in Reston, Virginia. Virginia. I hear, uh, hear Throbby Bulgeface is made from spare parts, ain't he, bud? So, yeah. Uh, we are also joined by our uh, collector interviewee uh, tonight, Matt. Where can people find you at, man? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, let's see. I'm, I've been collecting since I was about eight or nine years old. I'm 34 years old. I'm about uh, 5'10", 5'11", on Sunday. Um, you can find me on DeviantArt, Hollow and you can Google it. Um, just on Facebook. I don't have a channel or anything on YouTube. I wish I did, but I don't have so much time of the day. Um, but yeah, I'm all over Facebook, PF Addicts, Rewind Toy Photography, stuff like that. Just posting pictures, commenting. You know, sharing stuff, making memes. It's just, it's just a good time. But that's pretty much where I, where I pretty much say is DeviantArt and uh, and Facebook primarily. Cool, cool. And I, I do. I have your uh, your DeviantArt link in the description currently. So uh, if anyone who uh, who's either watching this late or right now or listening to the audio, it should be up in the audio description as well. Uh, you guys can click that link and find. Uh, you know uh, what what you're about over there which we'll be discussing here shortly looks like uh matt had to dip had to go to his more important uh show 
That's understandable. Bad, you know? Know? Yeah. It's, uh, it's under- that or angry Mike ran him off one. He'll be all right. So, uh, now, did anybody get anything this week? Rodri? Um, I'm currently waiting on a uh, what do we call it? One of them adapters for the tripod you put your phone on for my reviews. Um, okay, so I bought that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm uh, currently waiting on that. Um, but that's about it. Rodri, I got to ask you a question. Has today been a good day? A good day. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta make it last while we still have you, man. Because <laughs> I never know when you're gonna take like a, like another uh, 26 episode break. So uh, that's fair enough. <laughs> Mike, did you get anything this week? Um, today I actually got in the um, that uh, Amazon three pack with uh, Impact or Mirage and this stupid looking Power Dasher. So. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. <laughs> So, so basically, you just you got the Mirage and you got some other crap to go along with it, or not the Mirage? You got the Impactor with some other crap to go along with. Whatever, it's all, yeah. all the same. All the same. I got you. Uh, yeah, that's all I got this week. Throbby, what'd you get, man? Nothing, man. I, yeah. I didn't get anything this week. Now, what I got a chance to look at? Nothing, man. No, I ain't get anything this week. Oh man. That's a bummer. Uh, Matt, did you get anything like uh, toy wise this week? It don't have to be just, it don't have to be Beast Wars or Transformers, just whatever. No, yeah, I got, I, I sent you the pictures of, uh, of Siege Omega Supreme. Um, and then uh, right after that, I got the, the, the new the new Nightbird, the are they, RC repaint again, the Siege. Oh, from, uh, from Selects? The, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll be back and switch over to my computer. All right. Um, hey, Dakota, let uh, Matt back in. Oh, is, is he back? Okay. I didn't see him pop up. Man, hey. my, man fuck this shit, man. This shit started doing updates. That's why I'm doing this, man. I'm like, what the fuck is Firefox doing? Come on, now. Got me all jacked up. I don't know what's wrong, man. That's twice I can't hear anybody, man. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I, I, I close it out and come back. Updates for Firefox. Hold on. I'm like, mother. Mm-hmm. What's up? Uh, um, <laughs> what'd you get, Matt? What I get, I got, um, I am getting that three pack also. I haven't got it in yet, but uh, the Amazon uh, lady has not uh, sent it yet. Um, I got the other, I got the Power Dasher, Chromar. I got the uh, Generation Selects Hot Shot. Um, I got New Age Megatron. And I think that's it. This yeah, sounds like a good day for toys. Matt, how do you and I get stuff a day later than, than Mike? Like, what's what's Mike doing to to get that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, uh, 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 I don't know. Um, well, Mike's coming in today. I just uh, Amazon hasn't hasn't delivered mine yet, so I'll get mine the same day as Mike is. Oh, uh, okay. Mine comes um, in tomorrow, which is you know a great big old steamy pile of bullshit. But I have no idea. I don't um. I don't know where they're shipping off from. Um, I got some more stuff coming in from Terry's TFS Club. If you don't know that guy, definitely hook him up. Hook, hook, look him up. Lick him, really him, yeah. <laughs> him up. Lick him up. Lick him up. That's fine. Uh, but look that guy up, man. He's a really good dude, man. He gets here. He gets stuff here quick and uh, really cheap and everything. Uh, but um, I, I really don't know why I get uh, stuff. Man, Angry Mike, why are you fucking cooking while you're on a damn show, dude? I'm not. 
Dude, he's hitting the. I heard, I heard he's hitting the spoon on the side of the bowl yeah, like that. Get your hand slapped in my house. He's playing the spoons. That's what he's doing. He's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we do down he here, though. Actually, he took him out there on the washboard. That's what we do out yeah. in Sling County. He don't. He don't call it a washboard. We do out in Sling County. Oh. We do smoke that meth. Man, what y'all do up there in Conway? Ah, uh, meth. I don't know what we do. Lick frogs. Yeah, fine. That's all right. Psychedelics. Yep. Mm. That's it. That's all I got, man. Well, good deal. I got since uh, no oh, math. Hey, Dakota. <laughs> hey. Hey, what's up, man? What'd you get, fella? Uh, Dude, thank you for asking. I actually good. got a I got a care package from Canada from our boy uh Throbby. Yeah. So I bought a uh, hey. I bought a Beast Machines hammer strike to uh, to paint up into a Sharkticon. Um, <laughs> And, oh, and Tyler's so kind. Well, I haven't painted it yet, but I got the I got the figure. And Tyler also threw in some little extras. I got the Halo Four soundtrack, and Ooh. I got uh, these little three D printed Maximal and Predacon like pins, which I really did appreciate. So, um, story behind those. Okay, you remember TFCon Toronto? Not last year, a year before, when that artist got a, all of his money stolen. Yes. Oh yeah. And yeah, a bunch of people that. pitched in to help get him his money back. There was a lady mm. or a couple of ladies there selling those pins uh to raise money for him. So I threw like twenty bucks in and they gave me those two pins. And I was like, Dakota likes con stuff like that. So I'll just throw them in and tell them the story. I just like crazy shit, man. Like especially like fan created stuff, like pins, buttons, stickers, pictures, like whatever, man, like I'm into it. Um <laughs> You know, like it's thank you. Yeah, I do. I really do appreciate that. I think that was all that was in that particular box there. Oh, there was like a little bitty like Dragon Ball Z Super Saiyan trunks like chibi thing on a little stand. He was like, I think (laughs) think he has a little sword in his hand. Oh, that should should be sold in about a week probably. Uh, No, it's a little cutie patootie. I'll find a place for it. And that little Um, tarantulas. And yeah, and that little tarantulas, which I'm kind of cursing you over, man, because, uh, you know, now that I have that one, I got to get the rest of them. Right, like I'm gonna and and like I know like the the Tigatron and uh, Inferno is like super, that's that's the little uh, what they call them they call them like robot heroes or something like yeah, that yeah robot heroes yeah they yeah, yeah. They now I'm gonna have to now I'm gonna have to track down the the other and like I'm gonna have to find the one that Tarantulas came with but like that doesn't have the there's Tarantulas a cheetor, there's a Tetor the one extra. there's a Rat Trap. I think they made the whole. Uh, I have them. Yeah, I have them all. Yeah, I think they have Megatron and Pro- I have a bunch of those uh, in a box somewhere. No, actually, they only they two of them are Trans Metal Mags and Silver Bolt. I don't know um, what the other two are missing because there's only fourteen across the show in the first season, and they've only done fourteen robot heroes, and two of them are Trans Metal Mags and Silver Bolt. So I don't know what two they left out. Maybe it's Black Arachnia. An air razor? No, I think they. I thought they made a black arachnia. Maybe it was air razor they left out. Um, oh, okay. Real quick, just to just to kind of run through the chat, we have a uh, Ghost Lord Peter. We got Kabar. We got Daltonians TFs. We got uh, Chris Barnes that I just highlighted, and Eric uh, Eric V Dub was was in here. He may still be in here. I don't know. Peter. And I think we're uh, I think we're all caught up. So. Um, Kabar said the Inferno and Tigatron only saw German release, which, if so, that's really interesting. And that 
makes it even worse to track these things down. Uh, I also got, uh, before I forget it, um, I got Sony made this this magazine book thing. It's called Beast Wars Universe. And the only reason I know it exists is because it costs $100 usually. And uh, and I saw like someone scanned it on Facebook. And I was like, I want to get this book, thinking it shouldn't be too expensive. I thought it was like new, but I don't think I don't think it was that new. But essentially, it was a Japanese book. Like everything's in Japanese except for like show titles and character names. Those are all in English for whatever reason. But it it gives you like some show model work of all the characters from the show and episode breakdowns, and then it, it goes into like the full American toy line. Like as far as um, stuff that was like mass produced, they even got into some of the like ninety six to ninety eight uh, botcon toys. May, they may have gone through to ninety nine. I can't remember. Um, and then like it sh- showcase like the first weave a uh, weave first wave of beast machines. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's 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 weavable. Um, and then like it showed like an episode air date list, but I'm pretty sure that the air dates were in Japan because all the like years were 1997. So, um, it, but it was really cool, man. Like I've, I've I've been wanting that book, and I found it for like 60 shipped, and I wasn't gonna pass it up because like, and, and I'm glad I I didn't get it for like a hundred dollars or more because it's a it's a thin book. It's it's like tall and everything, but it's it's just it's thin and. I think I would have felt ripped off paying a hundred dollars for it, but uh, sixty I'm, I'm I'm cool with. So that's cool, cool, uh, cool. That's, that's that's all I got. Um, right, let's get into the business of our uh, collector interview. Uh, I'll go first. Rodri second. Mike third. Tyler fourth. Deluxe fifth. Until you got to drop out, and then we'll just rotate. So, Matt, shoot, what got you into Beast Wars? Oh man, I was I was watching those Generation One holdovers, like reruns. Uh, back in back in the late '80s, I was uh, four or five years old, so I was on the He-Man, uh, Ninja Turtles, GI Joe wagon. But I didn't get on Transformers until like '92, '93, and uh, by that time, you're just getting Generation Two stuff in the stores. Uh, but I really got into it really hard when when Beast Wars probably debuted. Oh, very cool, man! So. Yeah, as soon as you said the, the G1 leftovers, I was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely talking about G2. Yeah. <laughs> With a power pack. Man, if only the, the G2 cartoon wouldn't have been, like, rehashed G1 stuff. If it would have just been, like, its own new, like, pastel color thing, I think it, well, it would have well, been. The, do you remember the, the intro or in the, the, the Toys commercials? They had, like, like, CG Optimus attacking Starscream. Like, he would shoot his gun above his head. Like why couldn't why couldn't they have replicated that and just done the entire show just in that same type of animation? Yeah, I think all they had was like the bumpers. Did you know that uh, Tyler here he actually wrote the uh, the raps for uh, the G two commercials, the toy commercials? <laughs> yeah, you you really you, you did Dudicus? It's the Rudicus, Dudicus, badass Rudicus. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. Don't get excited. Don't. <laughs> all that. <laughs> all that. <laughs> <laughs> And what, what, uh, that was good. Jesus. Yeah. When do you drop in a music video, man? <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Man's a one man band. I'm a one man band. Yeah. But, That's uh, um, no, hollow. people ask me about the hollow all the time. I was in a band called hollow back in 2002 when I was in high school and didn't last very long, but all of us had screen names, hollow Matt, hollow bill, hollow Justin, hollow Chris. But then when the band broke up, I just kept Hollow Matt. So I've been Hollow Matt at AOL forever. 
Oh, man. AOL, holy, if that doesn't fucking date you. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, how about Holla Holla? Holla I hit you up on AOL, like oh, ASL. Hey, I'm on <laughs> ASL, ASL man. Dog. Man, what if is, you know what, what ASL, ASL means know, oh, in man, the chat, like, don't, let don't me know. Me, come on, don't tell me. Don't say ASL, ASL. Come on. A-sex I know it. Location. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. There it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was like, dude, I remember I remember so many fucking people asking me that in chat. <laughs> I got so much I got so much panini on that. Ma, what does asshole mean? Yeah. What? <laughs> asshole. You guys are crazy. Now you gotta be careful with that shit now, man. You get uh thirteen Kentucky. What? Thirteen Kentucky. All right, I'm out. I'm gonna head out. <laughs> What's up, input? I'm, I'm not that far. Oh, you're muted. No, you're muted. Right. He's, he's, he's bringing back vivid memories, man. True that. Roger, you got a question too? All right. What is your favorite? Favorite Beast Wars toy? I already did it before, showed him before, but this beast right here, Rampage. Um, right on. Yeah, I'll never forget. I, I got a $20 from my uh, my grandma back in like 98, and I rushed over to Walmart and I picked him up on the shelf. And I was like, oh my God. So, um, yeah, I, I played I played with this thing until, I mean, I, I found more modifications and alternate modes and like fan modes and all kinds of shit with this dude. But, uh, yeah, whereas Death Charge was built around a disc launcher with like legs and arms, I kind of felt like Rampage had a little bit more flexibility, a little bit more playability to him, you know, as far as like what you could do with the figure and then also the character and his abilities and everything too. So, but yeah, definitely Rampage. Yeah, I feel like they based the entire Unicron trilogy toy line off of like Death Charge, like the concept of Death Charge, like gimmick <laughs> with toy around it. Yeah. So. How's and the how's the chrome shell? How's the chrome shell holding up on yours? Oh, you know what? As I was uh, getting ready to talk to you the other day, when we did the test run here. I found uh, I got some got some transmetal syndrome. I don't know if it shows up here right there yeah. on the shoulder. Oh, mine's worse than that shit. Is it? Oh man, my, yeah, my, that shit, shit's really bad. The rampage one. My uh, my shocker act has like little little spider webbing going on, and Ooh. I'm just like, uh, I'm just dude. Like as soon as as soon as like big chunks start to flake off, I'm gonna hang myself. I love, uh, love that. I love that varnish. Put some varnish on it. Put some, I know, man. That, I know. Uh, I tried. I tried putting some varnish on a a transmetal two scourge, but it didn't work. And I tried it on. I tried it on the blast charge too. Guess what? Did didn't it, work. Was it so. brush on or was it aerosol? It was uh, it was brush, so I just kind of hey, try like, the spray on stuff. The Tamiya. Okay, well, yeah, the, see, the glossy I wanna... top coat, man, that yeah. that shit locks everything in. I just I didn't I didn't want it, I didn't want it to get all hazy. You know what I mean? I heard like if you, which I didn't use the 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 future of uh, the pledge stuff. I didn't use pledge. I used mm. some like cheap brand. Maybe I have to use pledge. So, but yeah, dude, it's just, oh man, it just scares scares the shit out of me, man. Like I, I look at it and just hope. Transmetal two, it, that's that's Inferno. Call them what you want. That's Inferno. The uh, the scavenger. Yeah, yeah. It's um, Inferno all day. I guess Mike isn't back. Tyler, take the third question. No, I'm here. Okay, Mike, take the third question. Yeah, he's cooking yeah. macaroni and cheese, man. <laughs> Uh, he's muted because he's fucking doing renovations in his kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> you you spying in on me in my kitchen? Don't you worry about my kitchen. <laughs> hey, hey, motherfucker, don't worry about hey. it. Hey, 
That would have been funnier if he turned his camera on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say, Redback, can you turn your head on, fucker? All right. What masterpiece Beast War figure do you want to see next? Uh, well, I would love to see him run through all the primary characters uh, and get all well masterpieces. There. But the same token is that we we'd be like in our sixties or seventies by the time they got done with the first seasons worth of figures. So uh, I'd honestly kind of like to see a jump into the. I mean, I don't know how y'all feel about it, but freaking masterpiece fusors, please. No. Wow. So so you want to see like wow, Silver Boulder Quick Strike next? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I want, want Quickstrike. I mean, there's there's definitely there's definitely some that are less less uh, coveted. I wouldn't give a shit about an injector or you know. I mean, <laughs> <I> to- <laughs> no love for injector. I <laughs> know. Uh, no, I love that an injector, was, I mean, man. That piranha looking motherfucker. Honestly, I mean, it, it was a lionfish, but I mean, who who was it's sitting there and thought that was a good idea? I mean, come on, Air Hammer, get the hell out of here, man. Well, hey, 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 you oh, watch man. your mouth. I love Air Hammer. <laughs> Air Hammer is just so bad. Why does nobody want Stampy? Why does nobody want a masterpiece Stampy? I mean, no? Orca or Stampy? No, you mean Stampy's the bunny rabbit? Beast Wars Neo or yeah. Beast Wars yeah. Yeah. yeah, Neo? Or Giraffe. What's the long rack? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, long rack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I'd love to see Fusor's masterpiece. I mean, can can you imagine? I mean, hell, even a, a Tiger Hawk minus his little roll gimmicks and all the crap uh, they have. Tiger Hawk, you know? I was going to tell you right now if the car don't get to it, have faith in JX. <gasps> I heard about it. Yeah. I heard about it. I'm really excited about JX. that. I bet I bet third party. I bet another third party company gonna start making some Beast Wars. Uh, I, I heard their we'll, next. We'll one. say new one. We'll yeah, new I one. heard their next one is gonna be a Fusor. So keep your eye out for Tigerhawk. <laughs> hey, here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal, y'all. I mean, think about uh, Mastermind Creations. They had the the Predaking uh, Rampage, and they had a uh, freaking what's his nuts Dive Bomb. Right? They could easily remix that, repaint it. Put the wings of dive bomb on there, and guess what? You can either retool it into a wolf so you can get a silver bolt out of it, or you can repaint it and make it into a freaking tiger hawk. Were the was the wing pack removable on that one? Yeah, because I never I never grabbed it. I never I didn't know. Uh... Yeah, you can you can put dive bomb's wings on the back of uh, either rampage or uh, um, razor claw. Before uh, before before Tyler gets gets along with the uh, the next question, I have like a, like a question just to kind of insert here, just a little. Uh, I really, I should I should make this addendum to uh, to the the standard ten. Um, is Tiger Hawk a fusel? No. Yes or no? No. 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 Okay, no, 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 okay, no, no. We're not gonna. <laughs> you can do, okay. Do it this time. But me and Joe are gonna definitively hash that out one on one. No, no, no. That's I want. I, that's why I want. That's why I want to know. That's why I want to know. Uh, Hollow Matt. I want to know. Does, let do me, you uh, think let me on this here, brother. Um, okay. So based on the, the typical definition of what a fusor is, a malfunctioning stasis pod that scans two creatures to make into one. Based on that criteria, I will say no. He is not a fusor. But what caused that stasis? Two different fucking animals. <laughs> Thank you. You scan two different fucking animals. Okay, so that's Fusor by definition means accident. <laughs> Wasn't that? What even the tiger in the fucking hawk is? And you think they're fucking all the time doing it? Like, yeah, I'm I mean, a fucking hawk. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Come by on. definition, then I'm a fusor. Aren't we all a fusor? 
Fusor, Fusor, I mean, Tigerhawk was an intentional fusion of two sparks into into one being as seen by the Vox. So I wouldn't I wouldn't say Tigerhawk fits the criteria. Actually, I think, um, I no. think, by definition on the box, sure, but by definition in the show, a Fusor is two animal beast modes, or two animals combined into one beast mode with a robot mode. Which yeah, is I mean, if, you saw, if you saw a tiger and a hawk together, it'd be like, them are fused together. They have to be. There's no. That's not possible. Them's are I mean, it's, animals. Like they're, they're, them are two different. So animals. look, I don't want to get too far into it because I want to save it for when me and Joe hash it out. But my argument for the whole thing is: what is a fusor? What is the beast mode of a fusor? It's either wolf eagle or scorpion snake or cat dog. And what is tiger hawk? It's in the name, people. Tiger hawk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a fucking one, fusor. One of those was a Nickelodeon <laughs> cartoon as well. Okay, yeah. like, I was I was just curious. I was just curious. I was curious. Uh, I was curious, like you know, uh, if if you if you thought maybe like Tiger Hawk kind of blurs the lines of fusors, and you would consider him a fusor. Oh my I god! Like, you know what I just that, thought of? Sorry, they they are a hybrid fusor transmetal, which I think is pretty badass. I was gonna say that's that's a great way to keep it 2019, not uh, not getting into the pronoun. So yeah. they. I just. <laughs> Man, I want to see he some. Did, he did wink at Optimus. I remember that scene. Yeah, man. So he's you know he's gender fluid, or they are gender fluid. He like they straight Whatever. up winked at Optimus, Optimus, Optimus. I was like, that's kind of weird, man. You know what I want to see? I want to see someone draw a cat dog, but as Retrox is robot, and just a cat on one oh side and a dog on the other <laughs> in the robot motor Retrox. Let's do it, Rodney. You draw stuff. Do it. Ooh, uh, real quick, Sam. You're funny, <laughs> little Sam from uh, MPSP Theater. Shout out to MPSP Theater. Uh, but Kabar raises a really good point. Is Savage Noble a Fusor or a mutant? He's a mutant. I'm going to go with even, mutant. I don't even know who that is, man. Shit, what the fuck? The, the, the dog dragon thing from Beast Machines? I, I don't know. Yeah, definitely, definitely a mutant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to put him with my other mutants. He ain't no X-Men. Well, mutants said he <laughs> Mutants didn't have a robot mode, and Savage Noble had a robot mode. He just had a, his wolf, or did he have a wolf and dragon in a robot, or was it just wolf or dragon? No, it was just wolf, wolf and, dragon. and dragon. Okay, so yeah, mutant, totally. All right, I think it's it actually kind of begs the question, though. Like, if you took the spark out of a mutant and put it into a, a different robot, would it then have a robot mode and a beast mode? Well, yeah, I mean, it's just a different body. Whatever. Don't make me look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You, uh, you make that hard next, with uh, each passing day. Next Tyler, question? you got number four. Yeah, Matt, what episode do you feel yeah. best represents Beast Wars? Oh, man, being, being a Rampage fan and three seasons to choose from, too. Uh, I went ahead and went with Bad Spark. Um, I think I think Bad Spark represents, I mean, the, the writing, the character development, uh, the like the, the, the Silverbolt, Black Arachnia, Banter, I like... It gives you a clear-cut picture of the subterfuge in the Predacon ranks when you look at Megatron planting a listening device on Black Arachnia, Black Arachnia colluding with Tarantulas through the whole thing. Um, I think it shows Optimus Primal being very, very humble when he's telling the story about you know Protoform X and stuff, and he's he kind of humbles himself to his to the subordinates, and he's like, hey, you know, we made a mistake trying to replicate. Starscream's indestructible spark, you know, and then having Rampage coming in like a like a damn Michael Myers Hannibal Lecter, um, and it taking pretty much what four or five Transformers to you know get him blasted down the side of the cliff or whatever. So I just I like the whole episode, I like the way it flows. 
uh, the scenes. It, I mean, the Energon Storm and everything. It just, it's just, it's just awesome. That's what's up, man. I like that. I mean, I don't think it. I, I don't know if it represents the series as a whole best because I mean, Rampage, Rampage was giving off some real rapey vibes with pain. <laughs> I must deepen it. But I mean, like, it definitely is a testament to how um, how mature the show was in comparison yeah. to its counterparts, being yeah. which I guess G one and whatever the fuck G two turned into. Yeah, yeah, I man, that's like, sick. The whole the whole thing about Rampage, and he, he talks to to Depth Charge, and he's like, you know, I destroyed Colony Omicron. You had friends there, you know, like he's just a super maniacal and it just nothing i mean honestly it pissed me off and i, I don't want to go too far into this field but it just pissed me off megatron being able to corral his rage by cutting half a spark out and making the the little you know crush chamber thing it just it pissed me off because rampage just would have destroyed everything Ooh, he just said fuck down about two i will i will accept Typod, what you got to uh, say to that? Get off because, your phone. Because it's a, I'm not on my phone because uh, because uh, Matt Matt here is a guest and uh, here in the south we have that hospitality and uh, it's it's okay it's okay it's gonna be Memphis okay. Memphis. <laughs> All right. So okay, yes. Yeah, so you know a little bit about Southern hospitality, despite being one of those fake Southerners from you know Yankee Town. No. Oh, uh, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. You you'll call me no Yankee. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, deluxe number five. Um, how do you feel about other forms of Beast Wars fictional media, like comics, uh, bio cards, mag- magna, uh, magna, fanfic, and magna, whatever, magma. <laughs> Uh, magma, magma, no, magma, magma, uh, magma, and extent and everything. So, what do you think about other etc. What do you extent? Um, um, what do you think about the the drawings of Black Rachnia with um, all the uh, base words around guys around them and everything? And you know, uh, you know and, what? I, I think the, the um, fandom keeps their own. Yeah, I know. We're sick. What did you do, Matt? Huh? Matt, did you, you just have a stroke? Yeah. Uh, deluxe, deluxe, Matt. The deluxe Matt. Did deluxe Matt? Yeah, no, he just trailed out. He was like, you know, black arachne with all the dudes around her. And, and he went, like, Matt went right off into the I apologize room. for that. I'm so sorry. I can't read. Y'all know that. Y'all listen to shit. I can't fucking read for shit, man. He went to his safe space with that one. <laughs> oh. oh. All right. Uh. A good question. I didn't. I never got that much into the comics and stuff. I think honestly, with when compared to the old school bios we used to get, I think Beast Wars went a little bit heavier, went a little bit deeper. I mean, like I, I was reading through, uh, was it Transmetal Two Megatron, and it was like his 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 fire burns a thousand times hotter than an oil fire. Like who thinks of that kind of shit? So it's like uh, I definitely appreciate the bios, um, the comics, and the the magma ma- manga manganese whatever um i think that stuff's really cool i was t- i was on in dakota though uh my my cousin and i got into beast wars together he came over with, with quick strike and pulled him out I was like oh my god like what what the hell transformers this but dakota, uh, say hi to your mom for me we but we had a we had our own we had our own fanfic kind of beast wars <laughs> with an entire different continuity and, and timeline than what happened so I, I really didn't get off into the other uh, comics and whatnot but i definitely appreciate 
how it expands on something that's, I mean, technically, you know, Beast Wars dead, but it still lives on because the fans keep it alive and we keep pumping new figures and enthusiasm into it just because we all believe, I think it's worth it, you know? That's right. Absolutely. Oh, before, I, before I get off, uh, first of all, I'm not the new Dalton, and I never <laughs> give Dalton, I never give Dalton shit for reading questions. I've never heard him read questions. I just make fun of his hairline. So you, Kabar, you can suck my balls. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Watch how you talk to Kabar. Kabar's awesome, man. Um, <laughs> He's got seniority here. Oh, I know he does. I know he does. You should have Kabar on like every time. I mean, that's just you know, that's a given. Anyways. I gotta go, folks. Thank y'all so much for having me on. Matt, it's nice talking to you, meeting you. I think this is the first time I ever met you. Uh, good yeah. Are you really in Memphis, man? No, I'm, I was born in Memphis. My family still lives in the Memphis area, but I'm up. I'm stationed in Chicago right now. Oh, okay, cool. Thanks for your uh, service and everything, man. Yeah, uh, I'm about three hours away from uh, Memphis, anyways. But there all right. nice. Uh, looks like Deluxe froze up. See you later, Deluxe. Thanks for stopping by. You know, Deluxe also does a, uh, a talk show called Around Thirty Minutes. Really cool to. Uh, check that out if you haven't already. Um, but yeah, okay, so cool. I, I guess I got number six. Deluxe spirit animal is quick strike. <laughs> <laughs> thousand percent. Yeehaw. Uh, how do you rank Beast Wars as a cartoon and toy line compared to other iterations of Transformers? Well, I mean, with me, it's always going to be number one. But yeah, in a rank in a rank, in a rank scale. Um, as far as continuity, character development, like I said, the writing, it, it did have the funny stuff like Energon farts and stuff like that, but um, it's always going to be number one with me. I mean, looking at the stuff that came later that we were talking about, because in my opinion, after G1, there really wasn't much. I, mean, I know there was the whole Star Saber and Beast Wars, Neo, and all that kind of stuff that happened in Japan, but stateside stateside shows... Where it matters, from, I agree. Yeah, from, from Beast Machines down... I just felt like it was a sli- it was a slippery slope. RID gave us all those repaints and rehash stuff that we were talking about earlier. Um, Armada came with an Energon and the whole Unicron trilogy and everything after that came with just gimmick after gimmick after gimmick. If you look at Beast Wars, yeah, there were missiles and disc launchers and a couple that sprayed water and you had Scorponok and Polar Claw with little drones. But but for the most part, they had little gimmicks sprinkled throughout the entire line of figures, which to me made it that much better that in the ball joints because i mean it's like armada like devolved design wise like what are you doing <laughs> didn't it though <laughs> i mean it, it was so disappointing i mean you get these clunky figures i mean megatron's an h-tank with like insecticon pincers on his head what is that you yeah know, and, like there, was, there wasn't even a way to like make them do anything like they were just there <laughs> for yeah. whatever for whatever dumb reason they were just there here's my here's my my totem of many con and power combined guys and you just do fight and they don't really move at all so yeah you could uh, you could bash the hell out of them so at least there was that i guess and and then also you know looking at rid began the the trend of hey let's repaint this asshole a different color and call him galvatron you know and yeah instead of like giving him like a different body or making him a different character or whatever i mean yeah, and then yeah. Prime Prime always got the power ups, and every single series Prime always has that much that much more uh, power over Megatron and ability to have extra combinations and things that Megatron can't pull off or Galvatron. So, I think pound for pound, Beast Wars. I mean, storyline. I, I I've honestly I, I I appreciate what they do. Like TFP brought in the humans in a good kind of way, and that that was a pretty good show. I think everybody agrees on that one. But you know, looking at like. You know, Kicker and Armada and 
the Minicon team. And oh, Grady's got a skateboard transformer. That's cool. I just, <laughs> I just, I couldn't get into it. I just couldn't get into it, especially coming you. back from, from Beast Wars and Beast Machines. So what uh, what do you, what do you consider to be like like the top three? You know, like like Beast Wars is one. Like what's what slots number two and three? Um, it, that would honestly, I would probably say. Um, Transformers Prime would be number two, with Generation One as number three. Okay, I got you. I um, hear that my my list is very similar. My uh, my number three is uh, is animated. So. Okay, see, I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch that much of animated, but just the the style of the characters and what I was able to see, it just it just didn't didn't ping for me. That's that's one thing I did have to get past actually. Like once once I like once I think once I probably got like five or six episodes in, like I was super into it. Yeah. yeah. So it, it kind of grows on you. It's one of those things, I think. But okay, cool. Real quick, uh, in the chat before we move it on. Uh, nope, not you, Kabar. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb here. Lewis JP fan says, "What's your dream Transformer figure? Mine is Masterpiece Transmetal Two Dinobot." Roger, what about you, man? Um, I'll probably go uh, Masterpiece Rampage. That would be some cool shit. Oh, Mike. Good talk, Mike. Mike. Tyler. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Mike. Um, fuck, man. My dream Transformers figure would be Masterpiece uh, Cyber Shark. All right, Matt. Ooh. What about you, man? What, what yeah, your dream Transformers. You know what? Rampage got stolen, so I'm gonna see it again. Tiger Hawk. Dude, that man. Uh, fortunately, there won't be too long of a wait on that Tiger Hawk. From uh from JX figures, so I'm gonna pay uh, it. I'm gonna pay it. Yeah, it's gonna be good. <laughs> uh, dude, Kabar Kabar had like the best answer: Haslab Orkanok. I would do. Yeah. I'd eat that up for nine hundred. <laughs> and they'd I'd extend do, the I'd... date three times, and all the sellers would have to go in on it, and then they would tout it as a victory, even though it was shit to begin with. Um, real quick, Rivers Snoop in the Lion. chat. <laughs> Who's your favorite animal? Snoop Lion. I love it. <laughs> Sam, 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 dude, Sam, little Sam's been trying so hard to get this to turn into an animorphs, uh, animorphs show. It's just not gonna happen, little Sam. I apologize. It's just, it's just not gonna. <laughs> Buy your first Beast Wars figure. Come jump on the show for a collector interview and talk all that shit when you get on here. Yeah, so then relax. We'll probably have to wait till uh till like school school's out because I think I think little Sam's a teacher. So oh, oh. I thought you were gonna say he was like seventeen. Oh, <laughs> in, in school. <laughs> All right. So, what's the next question? Number seven. That's uh, Mike, right? What oh, figure Roger. is Roger? Uh, what? Hang on. What figure is or was at the top of your wants list? Well, honestly, uh, Omega Supreme, and I just I just ended up getting him. He was my number one for the longest time, and I wish they would have led with him instead of Metroplex when they started releasing Titan class figures. Um, I, I think we're all holding our breath to see anything about Scorponok, um, for, for the next Titan to come out. But, uh, but yeah, genuinely, honestly, uh, Omega Supreme. I mean, he's, and when the figure came out, I was comparing him to, to Fort Max and Metroplex. I was posting Dinobot or uh, Autobot City pictures all the time, but you know, he doesn't have the lights or the, or the sounds like the other two have, but for some reason there's 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 a there's a simplistic just awesomeness about the figure i can't, I can't explain it but just having it in your hand is like ah that that feels just about right you know what i'm saying i got you so hefty 
got some weight, got some some good some good joint feels and and all that other stuff. Oh yeah, like you when you when you lift up Metroplex, you can just feel how hollow he is. When you when you lift up Omega Supreme, you you feel like you're picking up something. And he's got he's got good click, good strong joints. He's on a floppy mess. So yeah, I definitely I definitely think Omega's my my favorite. I'll take a I'll take my Orkanok uh, remold out of uh, out of Omega. <laughs> I'll be okay with that. Cause like just you know considering like the whole base mode and everything, I'd, yeah. I'd do that. I've seen I've seen fan picks people doing that. I'm like, oh, that that looks strangely uh, considerable. We'll see. We'll see what they do with it. Cool, Mike, you're up. Mike, all right, I'm back. I'm back. Okay, where did we leave off at? Because I had to step away from that. Number uh, your question number eight. Also, real question. quick, uh, what's your what's your dream transformer? Who me? Yeah, you. <laughs> oh hell, let me come back to that one. I just I literally I just got back on the. I'm sorry. <laughs> Or number eight. Uh, what are your feelings? Oh, this is my favorite one. What are your feelings on the third party versus official spectrum burning with fire? All right. So I'm gonna do this, but I'm also gonna throw a little bit of shade. So stand by for drama. Um, I got I got I got kicked off third party addicts because uh, their their whole their whole uh, philosophy was don't post KOs, right? Well, I don't know if y'all have got it, seen it, or had some know somebody that has it, but the the knockoff Rensora upscaled uh, last night Megatron. Y'all seen that? I uh, I think so. so. Yeah. It's upscale the Voyager, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. For what? Which one is it again? Uh, Rensora the Megatron. The last night Megatron. Yeah, I saw someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I seen that one. Was um, I guess I, I guess he's going. Today. I guess he's going to get it. But I'm I'm guessing it's one of those one of those companies that does the knockoff and they add, uh, like a black know. mamba. Yeah, or yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So, so that's got the that's got the mask gimmick. Then is that yeah. that's, that's the Voyager mold with the mask gimmick? Yep. Uh, yeah. That's what I wanted to begin with. So here's the thing: this figure is so damn good, you could literally mount it to a base and present it like a freaking award at a damn award show. Okay. And I will. It's got pieces of diecast on it. They added extra paneling in the in the arms that the original release didn't have. There's an extra um, swivel here. The hand opens. Um, so yeah, I was wow. defending this. I defended this to the death because if you think about a KO, a KO is something that takes takes a model uh, or, a, or a mold and bastardizes it. The plastic gets thinner. The the quality gets crappier, and they improve the mold. They upsize it, and they actually use a little bit of diecast in it as well to make it a better quality. So, I would argue. I would argue if it's upsized. I mean, yeah, they stole the design. Like there's no there's no working around that. But if it's upsized, they still paid for new tooling. And yeah. that's that's always been my argument. If they if they I mean if they pay for new tooling, then I usually like for me personally, like I'm I'm a pretty strict. I'm not really okay with KOs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always I've I, you know with everything there's gray areas, and so I mean I'm I'm kind of like you. Like at that point, I feel yeah. like you could kind of more or less consider that a, a third party because I mean it's it's all new tooling. It's not so. Yeah. And, and, and here's, here's the thing too, and, and I think we talked about this when we last talked uh, before we were testing the. The video machine was you can you can get six freaking Constructicons and paint them green and call it Green Giant or Hulky or or Hercules all you want. That's devastating. You know what I'm saying? So all third parties that take from that concept of a blue and white or blue and red truck, right? Throw it truck. No, I mean truck patriot. It's Optimus Prime, dude. You know. So 
you can call it what you want, a rose by any other name, whatever the case, but in all actuality, third party or KO, they're all taking from that fit. Now, like I say, I, I own a couple of KOs. I own a pretty good amount of, of third parties. So I definitely buy it because they put in time and effort and design that collectors and fans want and, you know, need. Um, but at the same token is if, if Hasbro wants to have a day in court, uh, it's, it's going to, it's going to be a bad day for three P I think, but uh, I, I support it. I support it to a degree, but I definitely appreciate the fact that Hasbro and Takara are the ones that laid that foundation that these third party companies are building their empires on. That's interesting. Like that's, that's definitely, I think the most interesting answer to this question we've had. A lot of folks are just like, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm either pro or against, but um, but I mean, you know, like you said, man, there's, uh, and like we were just kind of talking about there, there is, there's a lot of gray there. Um, I like given the event, if, if there's like an official or third party alternative, I will 98% of the time just grab the official. If it's something I can stand having two of, then I'll grab them both. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, okay. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. Mike, Mike hates third parties. So that's why it's always funny when he gets that, that, uh, that question. He's gonna love third party after Saturday. He's gonna he's gonna mess with that uh that wing dragon. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna change his tone. So man, I got, I got, the, I got the perfect effect one, and I'm kind of I'm kind of sort of regretting it to a degree, but I'm gonna stick by my decision. I hear you, man. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead, my man. That's me. Uh, what other toy lines do you collect? Um, I've got I've got some X Men. I got some old school mid nineties uh, blister pack, uh, good old fashioned X Men. I had uh, an influx of my X Men got broken, stolen, or, or just outright lost. So I've got a small collection of Lucy that I use for um, non Transformer pictures. But uh, I've been slowly but surely rebuilding my uh, my blister packs. Uh, so I'm, I'm up to I think like twenty three. Mint and Box, X-Men, X-Men, X-Force. I got some of the primary villains and stuff like that. But honestly, with, with the Transformers, I'm up to like 380 Transformers. So I really can't put that much money and funds into another collection of Transformers. I have a Transformer, but X-Men is definitely the only one that I collect. All right, one second real quick. Mike, what? Mike, can you mute your mic real quick? That's not me, but okay. <laughs> it's, we see the little circle coming from you. <laughs> All right. Want to say that last part again, Matt, real quick? Oh yeah. Just um, I, I, I like X-Men. I got a, like I said, a twenty-four or twenty-five or so uh, bubble pack or bubble bubble packs uh, X-Men figures. Um, X X-Men, X-Force, uh, the major villains, and a couple of my favorite ones uh, along in that mix. But they don't they don't come out of the boxes. And if, if I need to do uh, pictures or editing, I just I do the, some of the Lucy's that I've gotten from my mom's from back when I was like nine years old. But they're missing pieces, so I got to church them up a lot with effects and. Uh, Builders and stuff to make them look halfway decent, but they're putting out a lot of really good figures now, but with more articulated limbs uh, and joints and stuff like that, it's making it really hard uh, to avoid buying those. But it's either it's either X Men hardcore or Transformers, and I have to choose Transformers. Nice. Okay. Cool. Um, uh, real quick, I, I just I, I just messaged him because um, I think I think you moved a little fur- too far away from your from your mic there, and I think that's probably what was kind of causing it to. Uh, to cut out a little bit. It's still it's still a little faded. It's still a little. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's fine. We can we can work with it. Right, yeah, your sound just kind of went flat. <clears throat> just uh, yeah. mute your mic and turn it back on again, right on the screen there. See if that yeah. fixes it. I'm very pro. Turn it on and off again. All right, function check. Here we go. 
and chest. It's yeah, it's still it's still a little flat, but I mean, it's it's fine. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, not, it's not awful. I'll, I'll just get closer. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, my my personal uh favorite quick Josh Fisher's in the chat. I don't think we uh we acknowledge that. What's up, Josh? Uh, my personal question, my personal favorite question, is Tigatron a dick? <laughs> uh, Should have let Roger yeah. ask him. <laughs> Tigatron a dick? Is he a dick? Is he a dick? Is he a dick? Can I put uh, can I put that on my dick? So you thought I said dick, but I said deck. You can't tell. <laughs> All right, go ahead, man. Matt? Matt, did you freeze? Oh no! Uh, oh, you scared him no. to freezing. No. Look at his facial expression. I want you. Oh my god. I know I said, is he a dick? And he was like, uh, uh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> here, I'll, uh, I'll message him. Um, he may, he may yeah. have to, he may have to reload, uh, pop out and pop back, pop back. Yeah. Pop back in. Uh, Mike, did you ever find out, uh, what your, like what your, uh, like what you, what you want transformers wise the most, whatever that question was. No. Um, okay. Is it like, like any transformer at all that I've wanted as like toy form or what? Up oh, there he is. There, there he is. is. He's back. All right. Back. All right, guys. Sorry about that. Hey, your audio is fixed. Audio is good and everything. Um, it's perfect. Looks like your internet just took a shit. That's all, all it right. was. So, uh, I don't know what happened? Oh, dude, it, it happens to literally everybody. <laughs> um, all right. So, Roger, go ahead. Ask him again. So, is He's Tigatron a dick? Oh yeah, Tiger Tron's dick. <laughs> he tried so hard to be I'm American. Glad, I'm glad we finally got a we finally got a, a confirmation on Tiger Tron being a dick. Uh, we didn't have to do any any kind of sweet talking or convincing otherwise. No, no everyone not, everyone wants to put on their white knight armor. No, I like Tiger Tron. Like motherfuckers no, killed two me, girlfriends. Me, me, me and Dakota, me and Dakota talked about this. Uh, it was a Saturday, I think. Yes, I mean there's 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 the Maximals in a Hurt Locker, you know, uh, against the Predacons, and we get Air Razor and Tiger uh, Tigertron, and they decide to go gallivanting off in the in the Arctic together, like like fucking like it's an expedition or whatever. They needed to have their ass at the HQ, and they went off. But Tigertron's falling in love with, with female tigers, dude. You're not a, not an animal, you know. That's what that's what we're saying, dude. That that's what we've been saying this whole time. Yeah, I'm glad finally, and, and, and not not to get too like into your into your. Well, I mean, like you you kind of said something earlier. Like, so you're you're in the service, right? So yeah, like hypothetical, uh, one of your squad mates runs off with a with a hooker. Um, <laughs> not saying Air Razor's a hooker, but Snowstalker <laughs> definitely was a hooker. Yeah. And and just and just kind of like ditches ditches the platoon, so like you're gonna like that dude. That dude isn't really gonna be welcome back with like super open arms. Like first of all, he's, he's court-martialed, right? Yeah, you know? yeah he, he's, he's done. Yeah, he's he's out. He's gone. What did he pay you with? <laughs> with uh, with with like elk skin pelts. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Dude, I'm a fucking robot. Just bam. There you want more me? Fuck. Come here and get this dick. <laughs> all right cool man like right. I'm, I'm glad i'm glad that that we have we have someone that uh that that agreed on that uh we have some we have some additional uh questions because uh you know like we talked about a little bit earlier 
uh, you do a lot of like very extensive photo edits and things like that. Uh, mm -hmm. They upload to your to DVD and you know we've got that link uh, in the description and, and like it's super incredible and i'll be honest like you were kind of answering some of these questions for me earlier like mm -hmm. whenever i saw like the answers to one of them i was like you gotta be fucking kidding me like it it really it surprised me but i definitely like we'll get into it a little bit more once we kind of start talking about it so um roger if you want to take the first one away all righty Cool. What was the inspiration for you to start editing toy photography to this extent? Uh, honest answer, jealousy. <laughs> I mean, oh. um, I mean, I'll, I'll be straight up with you. I saw, I saw guys. Uh, I don't know if y'all, if y'all seen anything Hydacon or a Talus seventy six has done. Yes, Hydacon, yeah. awesome. crazy. Uh, Hydacon, Plastic Spark. Uh, yeah. Which I think, I think like like Jet Bolt. He's more of like a, just a nature, you know. No, Sean, dude, Sean Mace. Yeah, yeah, Sean. Yeah, that that he's yeah. a he's he's a cool. I mean, he he just takes oh, wonderful nature shots. Like, dude, he goes out in the bamboo forest with the figure, and it's like you're. It's like looking at yeah, it's incredible. Or like we're like to the beach. It's 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 incredible. It is yeah, absolutely. I love his stuff. Um, but yeah, jealousy. I mean, I saw these guys manifesting, you know, their uh, enthusiasm in, into figures and and our you know Transformers universe. Man, I was like, man, I want to do that. So in the beginning, it was a little bit of imitation. Um, you know, not, not to be trite and quote, you know, uh, through Adams, but he's like, my stuff's got a certain noir to it. And I definitely have a certain vibe, what I kind of try to do, but you know, to a, a secondary aside from just selfishness and jealousy, I, I have these visuals in my head when I would, you know, you know, everybody knows, I mean, who remembers the old school GI Joe box art, right? These super awesome tanks and all these blasts and like veins popping out on dudes necks and it's super stylized. Joe guy, angry Mike's a Joe guy, tried and true. So he's he's with you on that one. Yeah. So then you get the tank out of the box, and it's like ah. chunk of colored plastic, and it's like okay, this is nothing like the box. But so with figures, you have the opportunity to to translate what you're thinking and kind of like your visuals for stuff. I know I sent Dakota a picture of uh, Optimal Optimus holding up a Marine Corps challenge coin, and he's asking Optimus Prime, you know, hey Prime, I found this. You know, and Optimus is like, well, there's a story behind it. And if you guys want to look it up, it's it's on one of the cons that Peter Cullen did, where he describes where he got the voice for Prime. Um, yep. He was getting ready to go for the audition for the for the role, and his brother, who was a Marine Corps uh, pilot uh, during Vietnam, said, "You need to be a hero, but don't be a fake hero. You need to be a real hero." And uh, from what when when Larry Cullen said that, Pete took it and he just like rolled with it and he and next thing you know he's Optimus Prime. So you could say technically Optimus Prime was inspired by Marine. So uh, for me, I wanted to convey that in the picture. I just got real lucky. Some sometimes they don't they don't turn out so good sometimes they do, but um, a lot of times I'm just trying to translate a thought or a, a moment in time. But uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much the inspiration behind it. If that kind of wow. That's awesome, man. That's that's really cool. Um, uh, Mike, you got number two. Yeah. Uh, what programs do you use for these edits? Uh, dude, in the beginning, I was I was sending myself uh, pictures to the computer and using paint to erase the backgrounds and do like split level colored backgrounds. But uh, Dan Newman and Peter Kessel uh, over at Rewind Tour Photography suggested I, I use uh, background eraser and photo layers. So I, I do those two primarily. Once, once I eliminate the background or what I don't want, transpose that onto a background of whatever I'm going for, whether it's an urban, a space environment or whatever. Um, Prisma has some pretty good filters. Snapseed 
Pixart's got filters plus little like stickers and stuff you can put on there to increase effects. And then I've got uh, eye candy that I use. I've been trying to dial down the power effects from eye candy just because you there is going too hard in the paint with effects. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a violator of it too, but sometimes you, you I want to, I want to translate. I mean, like Rampage, it says on his bio, we're talking about bios earlier, can channel deadly electric volts and currents on his body. So I try to incorporate electricity. You know, of course, Megatron's going to have fire when he's a dragon. But, but yeah, so it's it's subtle layers of, of editing and lighting adjustments. And, uh, you know, it can take anywhere between 30 minutes. And sometimes for the bigger shots, like city shots and group shots, where I have to isolate certain bots and just put effects on them and then put that image on top and then go to the next part of it and that can take anywhere between an hour to two hours sometimes to finally complete it but like that group photo of the predacons that i sent you earlier dakota that one took some time yeah i, I dude i bet it did and like that's something like and, and you do all of this essentially like on mobile apps right yeah that's what that's what that's what blew me away whenever you like you just sent me a screenshot of the apps that you use i was like yeah. you gotta be you gotta shit me like anytime i try to like doctor something up like i do the the old-fashioned like transfer it to my computer, open it up in GIMP and then like get to work. And it's like a, like a five hour ordeal just to make something look like half ass decent, you know, good ish. And like, I just, I haven't done it in so long just because it, it just took a lot of time. Um, you know, just doing it like that, that old way, like, you know, kind of selecting everything I wanted and then just getting rid of the background, you know, with, with basically the, the figure in the front deselected. Uh, so that, that was, I was like, Oh dude, you gotta be like, it, it's, it's like it's crazy now that you can just do all that on a phone, right? Like if you just yep. do that, like okay, hit a button, there goes the background. You know, do this. I, you know, here's here's some effects. Adjust the like. I, I thought I was like I was like you got to be kidding me! Like all these crazy awesome. Like it looks like someone spent hours in Photoshop shots, um, and and it was it was all you know. I mean, it was still like an hour to two hours, like you said, yeah. um, but but it was it was done on a phone. It's just ready to upload like that. That I think is 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 really really awesome. Um, I've done I've done a few, I've done a few that I, I sit back and look at it. I'm like I am never going to top this. Uh, there's no way in hell I'm going to do a better. And I got lucky because I was getting a lot of advice, like I said, from Dan and Pete, um, because they were they were like shoot from a good background, use natural light as much as possible. You know, uh, do this, do that, try this effect. You know, go back in there and pinch and zoom. You, you left this out. So getting critiques, but. Um, having a background in art a little bit as far as like composition, lighting, pose, you know, content, background, uh, angle, all that kind of stuff goes into play, especially when you're looking at create. Like if, if I got a light source like here at my desk coming from the side, I might try to incorporate sun or some kind of a power effect to look like natural rays coming down to incorporate in the shot. So it's just about using what you have. But, um, but yeah, that's that's something else. I I try to give as much advice as possible. It's not like trade secrets. Like I'm trying to keep it all myself. Like I was taught. Someone taught the people that taught me. So it's just about teaching and training other people to be able to translate their enthusiasm in the same way. I mean, it, it's anything else. It's, it's just going to make for somewhat of a competition. But um, it's going to make us all have a lot more fun in the community. You know what I'm saying? I agree, man. I agree. But um, Ty, uh, Tyler, I think you kind of answered number three. If you want to go with number four. All right. <clears throat> do you have a particular theme in mind when you start with a base photo or do you edit and add elements on the fly? Um, yeah, it's, it's never, I, I never go into any pictures not knowing what I want to do for the most part. I mean, from taking them off the shelf, 
to putting them where I'm going to shoot. Um, I'm already thinking in my head, like what kind of backgrounds and effects that I'm going to want to use for it. Um, just because if, if you're trying to do it, if, you, if you're trying to do a, a power blast scene, but you don't angle the figure's arm up, it's not going to look good. So you kind of have to have a thought process moving forward. You got to have an end state and then have like stepping stones to know what you need to do along the way to make that happen. So I, I mean, very rarely do I just do a shoot from the hip edit. Every once in a while, Dan will throw me a curveball and send me a picture and tell me to, to edit it just to see see what I come up with. But uh, but yeah, for the most part, I always go in having an, an end state and a result of what I want to what I want to do. So uh, it's pretty much always my style. Helps to plan. I hear you, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, do you use and alter like any stock backgrounds, or do you all just kind of manually create things just using the uh, the the kind of photo editing programs? No, yeah, I, I use I use a lot, I Google a lot of pictures uh, if, to try to find what I want. Uh, if, if I can't find it, I'll make it. Uh, I tried to do an edit one time with Rampage standing beside a destroyed um, colony, and I couldn't find what I wanted online, so I ended up just making it and paint with just like lines and grids, and it, it looked really ghetto, but with effects and, and stuff like that, it turned out really good. But uh, but yeah, I've got I've got a few a few uh, that I've made that are just basic power effects. You just kind of put a figure in there, like a lava type of setting. Like I did the, uh, the Megatron. Um, I'm getting, I see little messages pop up. Yeah. Something else earlier. I was going to say, Dakota, when I got, I, I got, I left the chat or whatever. I had some private messages that I tried to bring up and I was reading through them and it, it exited me from the group chat. But, um, but yeah, I've got, I've got about probably 200 pictures that I use as backgrounds and it, it, it's only getting, uh, it's only increasing. So right, keeping keeping that library handy probably uh, is is a good thing in the long run too, especially if it's like a, a particular scene that you want to revisit with like something else, something different. Yeah, and a lot of the Beast Wars ones I sent you earlier, as far as like I do a lot of reflection pictures where it's got like Tankor standing opposite of Rhinox and you know Optimus, uh, Optimus Optimus, and he's got like the ghosts of like Dinobot and Rhinox off in the depth charge off in the mist, kind of like transparent, you know. Right. But just just kind of and for me as a fan of those characters, um, you kind of want to see that, or it kind of helps with thinking about. You know, hell, Death Charge got blown to pieces. Him and Rampage, Optimus never got to say goodbye. So it's just kind of cheesy, but for me, it kind of gives a little bit of closure to those characters because you know, knowing the uh, Optimus, Optimus, or yeah, Optimus Primal as a whole, as, as a leader and a character, he would he would have wanted to have that. You know, what I'm saying he would have liked to have been able to have a chance to say goodbye to Death Charge in the same way that he said goodbye to Dinobot in a Code of a Hero. You know, right? So, but yeah, just it's it's kind of my way of being able to to put a nice little uh, ending to the story or even continue, continue something that, uh, you know, um, I felt needed, needed to be expanded on. They didn't get a chance to, to happen on the show. Cool. That's uh that's, that's really awesome, man. I, I really like how, uh, I definitely really like how all that comes together and we shared, uh, or at least I went and I just kind of grabbed some that really stuck out to me just sort mm-hmm. of doing a quick scroll. And we shared those to the, to the stasis lock Facebook page. Um, and, and like there, there's so, there's so many more and it's not just beast wars. You know, I know I saw like you had some like movie verse stuff, um, just, just a, a large plethora, just kind of like to, to sort of, to sort of grab from, which again, like I thought was, uh, was really awesome. So yeah, I like, I like, I like mixing genres, like mixing timelines. I mean, uh, I, I did one where, where the, the guy, a unicorn from transformers prime took over fortress Maximus's body and it was like optimal Optimus and, uh, Rensora. Um, like teaming up to to fight to fight against Unicron Maximus. So just that kind of stuff is just fun to do. It's a it's a pain in the ass to shoot it, but but yeah, right for sure. 
Well, uh, that's that's all the questions we had. Um, if you want to, by all means, uh, if if you know if you want to stick around and do the rest of the show with us, yeah. uh, we got some news and some other topics and stuff like that. If you got to cut out, I understand that too. But um, if you do, definitely thank you for stopping by. Um, you know, if not, by all means, just uh, hang out and do some news talk with us. Yeah, hang out. Awesome, that'll work. So getting into the news, first and foremost, uh, you can follow us on our social medias at facebook.com slash beastwars, twitter.com slash stasislockcast, stasislockpodcast at gmail.com is where you can reach Joe. And the Facebook group uh, we'd like you to join is the Beast Wars Society. I think we're at 259 or 260 members. Yeah. So um, another 240, and I'll upload a bunch of free media. So hopefully uh, it'll be some stuff people enjoy and little incentive to uh, invite your friends and uh, and your family. So if they don't like Beast Wars, just add them to the group. It'll be fine. So, all right. Beast Out and Shout has effectively been canceled like G1. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so um, we're uh, unfortunately like no more verses or anything like that, but we are definitely still looking into some more some different options uh to, to kind of interact with the blackout and shout crew both on the the standalone stasis lock uh youtube channel uh and and also you know here on the main show as well we'll, we'll you know we definitely we, we want to kind of continue collaboration there but uh for the time being that uh has has been stopped but uh, we got an update from Ghost Lord Peter. We actually got a couple today, but I was a little too late to add them to the chat or to the to the slideshow, unfortunately. But he was able to get in uh, Sportimus's like bio card. So um, I like to I like to look at all these little numbers. So uh, oh, Sportimus, he made you dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't much of a stretch. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> but he gave him dude, he gave him a courage a courage of nine, and they say like uh, if you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough, I guess. So or wait, that would be strength. Um, he didn't make it too strong either. You got to have courage. Maybe you got to have dumb courage. Maybe not much you can do sitting behind a lazy chair. But fast Ooh. and lengthy, a lot of endurance there, and lengthy. So, uh, lengthy, like that's yeah. I don't know why. Like that's uh, what she said. Energy, energy, lengthy, whatever. It's, it's, you know what, it's fine. You want me to read uh, this one again? I will read the bio, Tyler. Uh, you know what? If you can read it, go ahead. After taking his beast form, he was made aware of both being abandoned on the planet and the situation with the other protoforms being corrupted by spider drones. He quickly joined the team, not being as phased by being left behind as Primal Sabbath. What? Has, okay, sad. as long as he could fight someone, something, he'd be happy. Now I got that Matt syndrome. That was uh, that was great, Dalton. You did a good job. Thanks. <laughs> but uh, but yes, yeah, so there's a uh, there, there's the bio card. We got a couple more pictures that uh, that Ghostwood Peter sent us uh, that I, I am like very pumped to kind of show uh, next week. So really good. Getting on to some news. JX Figures commented, this was on TFW 2005, um, someone had kind of mentioned, like, um, you know, uh, I mean, you, I guess you could, uh, this person asked, decide to finally pick up this guy before I regret it, I want to support this company so they continue the line and also would hate to pay aftermarket prices. The company is new, so I don't want to gamble on how they handle stock and reissues. 
Uh, at least with fans toys, you can count on one to three runs, even repaints. And uh, JX Figures basically was just like, look, if you have any questions on how we handle stock and reissues and, and things like that, anything really, you just ask them directly. They're they're on they're everywhere. You know, they're they're on Facebook. I don't think they're on uh, I don't think they're on Twitter, but they are on Facebook at least. Um, they're you know they're here on this this particular fan site. So, and to answer the question, they uh, they said they're running out of the first batch, and the second batch will be released around December. So it sounds like uh, uh, this thing is, is selling pretty well, or at least they're able to, to kind of move uh, their stock enough to to warrant uh, a second run. So uh, they also uh, mentioned that the second project, Tiger Hawk, uh, that more info will be showed in December, and they will be doing Cryotech. Um, after I guess thing here that Cryotech is going to go into production probably around quarter two of 2020. So, but it says like at, right after Tiger Hawk. So I don't know if I don't know if they're like if if they're fast tracking Tiger Hawk's timeline. So that's when he's going into production, or if that's when we're going to see Cryotech. I took it hey, that's when we're going to see Cryotech. Hey, but if Dakota, we see, I, got a, I got a question for you really quick. Yeah, what's up, man? All right, so I get it. Cryotech's a big deal, but do you think any of the companies, Perfect Effect included, because they released their Blue Dragon as well, do you think they ever considered doing a retool or a modification where we could actually get a Beast a Beast Machines Megatron? You know, I've, I've heard a lot of people like asking that, but I think I think if maybe if they see uh, there, there's enough kind of popularity there to warrant it, yeah. Then I think I think they'll do it. I think they'll they'll do it if if you know there's there's at least the numbers there to kind of back it. I think I it'd mean, be interesting. I think they think that because it's beast machines and beast machine comes with such negative connotations that it's not even a worthwhile uh, endeavor to embark on. Because I, personally, I wouldn't buy it. That's that's so niche for me. Like I want if I want Megatron and Dragon Mode, like I want it from the Beast Wars. You know, and I don't really think paying the same price for a repaint in the beast machines colors would be, uh, well, this, be worth it. That's kind of what I was saying though. Like, well, I mean, cause the thing about the JX Megatron is that you completely can remove the dragon arm, right? So if they were to release the blue one with a little bit of a price increase to where you could actually have a separate set of like wrap, wrap around wings with a, with a helmet that's accurate, you could still get a cryotech figure out of that, but it could possibly attract more, more buyers for like a uh, different version with, with the added shroud, you know what I'm saying? Maybe. Do you think they would try to retool those wings to wrap around? I mean, the wings are kind of made to where if they're positioned a certain way, I mean, like there would have to be a lot more tooling done for beast machines where I, th- I think the cryotech is definitely the easy, easy enough repaint. Um, Anything is better than this. <laughs> so yeah, that's I guess you're holding up the little, the, the little deluxe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kabar asks, "Is Tiger Hawk quarter one, twenty twenty? I don't think so, man. I think I think they're saying quarter that, that two, twenty twenty. Well, I think production. I, I think they're saying. T- see, I don't think they're saying Tiger Hawk's going to be mass production, mass produced uh, in quarter two, twenty twenty. I think they're. I think they're saying like after they show Tiger Hawk, that's whenever Cryotech will go into mass production. So more info will be showed in December. Blue Dragon right after Tiger Hawk, mass production probably." T- Quarter to twenty twenty. Ah, dude, I'll get excited. I'll get super excited if they're talking I about. Uh, if that means they're going to show them at TFCon Toronto. Well, they say December, because like up here it says second. Probably quarter Hall. to twenty twenty. Oh, oh, you're talking like if they do a uh, yeah LA show. 
Yeah. It's possible. But like I said, man, I, th- I think I think that's more or less going to be cryotech. Honestly, like if I had to, I if I had so. to speculate, you know. But it says Blue Dragon right after Tiger Hawk, so that means Tiger Hawk would be before Cryotech. Well, again, I think I think you know. Again, obviously, like English isn't the first language here. Um, I think they're just saying that they'll probably show off the Blue Dragon right after they show off Tiger Hawk and the mass production for Cryotech. Will go. Will we'll start quarter two of twenty twenty. You know what? Jump on the board. Ask him for clarification. I will. I also do want to point out, though, because someone someone uh, you know asked about the second batch of uh, of uh, of Wing Dragon of Megatron. Uh, they asked if there were going to be any differences, and I think they just said some slight changes, but nothing nothing too crucial. And, it, and the second release was probably going to cost a little bit more. Uh, they didn't say how much, but they just said it was it was a, it was a pro- probability. Hmm. Probably because the numbers will be lower on it. Could be. It could very well be. Yeah. So interesting though. Like reissue of Dinobot was a little more expensive. I think it was like twenty dollars more, wasn't it? Twenty or thirty dollars more? It was. Uh was that was that a the Hasbro Asia issue or was that a Takara reissue? I don't know. I know there was the first issue and then there was the reissue. See, I think the reissue was the first Hasbro Asia issue though. Whatever. Yeah, Moving on. Figure it out. Uh, TFRaw.com uploaded these uh, pre-production character design uh, images. Um, these were ripped from the Beast Wars Reborn uh, CD that came with the uh, the Japanese 10th anniversary Optimus Primal versus Megatron 2-pack. Apparently, that disc is very hard to... like get into i think you have to have like a windows sp or something like that like anything newer i don't think opens the files properly uh or something like that uh walrus law the person on twitter that uh, uploaded it um he he said something like it was just it was just difficult to to really get into to get to these images but this is essentially like your proof of concept stuff like this is basically like how they were kind of determining what the toys were going to look like before the toys were made Hmm. so we got Primal here, and uh, interestingly enough, this was labeled as Cheetor, despite looking way more like Shadow Panther. So, what came first, the chicken or the egg, right? Hmm. And the the head even looks more dog-like and less cat-like. So, hmm. I think that's kind of wild. I think what's interesting, too, is, uh, go back one. The Cheetor, yeah. Yep. So if you look at the like the crotch area where it is supposed to be that like almost fold out loincloth, where it's like have, right here, like now it's like the upper abdomen, like the whole abdomen. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. So, and then also, if you look at the backpack here, it looks like you know it's kind of like further down where these these cat legs are. Mm. You know, looks like maybe that they would have been hinged further down or something. Uh, before ultimately being changed for the toy, and you can also see uh, utilizing the peg here for when the the butt gun was gonna have like the flip out cannon on uh, on this piece back here that pegs into the to the back. So interesting. <laughs> Dinobot we've seen before, but like I don't think we've we've ever brought it up on the show. Um, you see like how the 
the chest would have been like kind of poking out uh like essentially all of the rest of the uh the other first wave i guess ultimately before they decided to make it a different sculpted piece to kind of point downwards but other than that everything else seems pretty much uh, exactly as it should on uh, on dinobot this yeah, cool. that mutant mask was dumb as fuck, man. I don't even think Dinobot should have come with one. Uh, I hear you. I don't know, man. Like, I like Grimlock with it, but I mean, with Dinobot, yeah. And it may, like, I think it's just because they changed them up so much, you know? Yeah. So, moving right along to Rat Trap. Look at that head. Ugly. Look at them brains. The brains. It was always meant to be brains. That's cool, though. I like how this is a uh, like part bat primal, part razor beast, and it's only part razor beast for the for the little little uh, pigtail here. <laughs> like, <laughs> but uh, look at like some of the sculpted like veins we didn't get. Get at least I don't think we got those. I don't know if they put those because I know they did it for like pterosaur. They sculpted yeah, their little there. veins in the wings. They're 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 on the primal bat too. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. Call yourself a Beast Wars fan. You're right. I should just uh, oh. give away my entire collection. Do it. Kabar, first hit them up. First one in the chat. Yeah. Just uh, get all of it. You don't even have to pay shipping. I'll. I'll uh, all right, Sam Mead. Sam Mead, hit him up. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, look at this gut gun, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh the freaking brains with veins bars. So I like how this has the uh the same design as Cheetor. But I think it's hilarious that this chest head points forward where Cheetor is pointed down. I think that was reflective of the uh the original toy too, because I think with Tigatron and and the subsequent green eyes release of Cheetor the molding where the where the head the the beast head comes up and sits in the chest that little spacer right there they kind of like widened it to where it could sit forward and, and fully collapse where on the first cheetor release it was too thin and the head had to point down uh yeah. to not essentially be all up in his face so i got them all pointing down i actually modified my shadow panthers that i was pointing down really yeah you brave. So, Air Razor, I think, is pretty straightforward. Definitely uh, designed to be a dude. Megatron, I think, is another one of the interesting ones because we see like how he was originally going to come with uh, that three-fingered hand and the tail was supposed to be removable uh, before placing it with the, the spring-loaded gimmick. Mm-hmm. So I think that's... Uh, that's pretty cool. And if again, only the head stupid mask. Jeez yeah, Christ. But like, even if like they call him Wind. <laughs> wind. Jesus Christ! Oh, no yeah, I still wish that the uh, the noggin would have looked this good on the toy, though. I moving right along. It looks sharp. Like uh, the the toy head looked like almost too accurate, aside from like colors. But like sculpt, I thought it looked almost too accurate. I just don't think it was this sharp, you know? Dude, mm. Ghost Lord Peter said, Hair Razor was my first wife. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Scorbinog actually looks way cooler than his toy ended up t- coming out to be. Like, just more streamlined, you know? Kabar, we have toys of all these designs. It's I called the Beast Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I find it strange they didn't show off the, the more robot head here for Waspinator. They just they opted to not include that, I guess. Maybe it wasn't part of the design originally. I don't know. I think that the maybe the robot head for Waspinator was the afterthought here. It could have been. Which could be why they chose this head to go forward. Maybe they modeled the characters in the show after these designs. Dude, it's beginning to look that way. And like this one was actually uh, labeled as Tarantulas and Black Arachnia. I mean, they obviously wouldn't have changed, but it's like you even like you see this like very Black Arachnia. The body definitely not, but um, the head is still yeah, still very very Tarantulas here all around. Like you know, especially if you look at the the animation. This probably is like they probably didn't even uh, really get them. What the fuck? Some of the have I been displaying my fucking tarantulas wrong this entire time? What have you been? Have Are you been displaying it with? Supposed to be facing down. I've always faced them with little crab claws coming out of the face. No, the beast mode. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I think they are supposed to be facing down. Well, fuck. You've always me. been facing them up. Yeah, because they're little mandibles. They would they would bite downwards. They wouldn't bite upwards. No, I face them sideways. Oh. They're like hands. I, I mean, I guess maybe it. like they could both work. Because he, he used them like little little hands, rubbing them together and stuff. Mm. But but like in the in in the DVDs, like we got some extra extra content like of them showing some of the like the toy designs, the closer to toy designs and animation. Yeah. And so I don't know I don't I really don't know what came first with uh with mainframe and the toys, but yeah, see, I do, man. I'm leaning more and more towards that they use this for the inspiration of the character models in the show. Like, they were probably showing this first and then showing the toys, so they already had a preconceived idea of what they wanted to do for the characters. Yeah. But you could if they saw right. this first, it, it makes a lot of sense. That and, like, you know, there's no scale between any of this, and they were probably, you know, they were probably just like, all right, well, Pterodactyl, he should be pretty big. Um, and it also like it also gives notion to the to the reports that originally Optimus Primal and Megatron were going to be like they were going to feature both. Uh, well, I guess Triple Changers actually they were going to feature both like uh, a dinosaur and an alligator in a robot mode, and then Primal would have had the bat, the monkey, and the robot mode, which explains why Primal can fly because it was already like written into the and they were just too far along, so. Crazy, yeah. I love how his feet are giving high fives. It's just, just uh, over here. <laughs> Jazz hands. <laughs> Jazz hands. <laughs> I like how the Inferno is just like it was in the commercial, where they like showed off his his butt flying gimmick here. Yeah. So, look at all this detail, man. Kabar, you're right, man. He says if Generations Beast Wars pulls from this stuff, it'd be a gold mine. Do just highly detailed uh, modern interpretations of the the classic figures. I agree. Look, judging on that Haslab Unicron, I don't think fucking Hasbro can afford it. 
<laughs> Jesus, Tyler. You're so they ridiculous. pass that buck on. They could they could do the detail though, man. Like if you look at that Haslab Unicron, it's full yeah, of it. it cost you sixty dollars for a deluxe. I'm okay with it. I'll pay it. Excuse you, Mike. No, that was, no, that was the correct response. Surfing monkey. I see. I didn't know that these were supposed to be facing forward. Maybe that would help with stability. Now that I'm thinking about it, oh my God, I've always faced them backwards just to get them out yeah, the way. Yeah, I've never done that too. Huh. <laughs> because he's always had it like that in the show, though. Right, but like that toy will fall forwards on you every single time. Yep. Every single time. We're gonna have to try that. I'm gonna try it right now. It's right here beside me. Man, if only Silverbolt actually looked this cool as as the toy. Like I get it; it's close, but. It's not it's not like this this close. Huh. Does it work or does he fall backwards yeah. now? No, go back to the picture one more time. They're folded, they're just these little yeah. pieces are just folded up. Yeah, it's a hell of a lot better than it was before, because if you put it backwards and you put it yeah. forward, you can get a certain way, but beforehand it used just to fall right over. Holy huh. fuck, I can't believe I never knew that. Dude, we're just learning all kinds of stuff tonight. Huh. So. Cool. This is the silver bolt my dreams are made from. Still doesn't have the folding down back. Yeah, but it still looks a lot cleaner. I mean, you know, realistically, like, what were they going to do, right? Yeah, I got it. I've seen I've seen some of the uh some of the like pre-production artwork for Ramulus and yeah. it cleans him up so much nicer too and it has the the horns kind of hanging off the back like lower mid back or whatever but what are you going to do? Cheater. Man, I would honestly I would take an organic version of this Cheetor. Like with this transformation. Yeah. Get rid of the jets, obviously, but like this transformation, just because it's a fucking posable cheetah. Very. I'd take that. And how cool would it be that his hands were made up of cheetah guts? Cheetah brains. Just just brains. Brains. (laughs) (laughs) Think with my hands. It's ratchet shit too man just the detail in it i mean i know it's basically just like like looking at the original toy I, i'm never just like oh man look at how cool rat trap looks um but like looking at, at these drawings just like man rat trap looks so awesome i wonder why they decided finally to or in the in the final bit to rotate the backpack up i think it was just to kind of get some of that stuff out of the way just to like i think it was just a visual thing that the show did like it's just to, to make it look aesthetically more pleasing. Then instead of giving him just like big old rat butt. He does have a human hand. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> they just gave no fucks. Batman. So and look at this, man. It looks like the, the wheels would have been made to extend further outwards. That I'm kinda glad they didn't run with. Yeah. So Rhinox, this is the coolest this uh this figure concept will ever look. It does look pretty badass. Uh, like speaking of, have, oh god, I like how they have 
I like how they have the um the horn still on the shoulder. That's where I store it on mine. I'll, I'll store it right there. And there's also a little peg on his side because uh, I, I display three of them because I feel like Rhinox, the Transmetal Rhinox, is a very armiable uh, looking toy. And like I have like one of them, the horn will be up here, the other one up there, and then the third one, he'll have it down there. If anyone has the original Transmetal Rhinox, I just need, I can't remember which one of these legs, but a piece on one of mine broke, the swirly plastic. So I just need to replace that lower leg. Oh, anybody wants to, anybody wants to holler package. at you, boy. Actually, kind of going back to the the mutant mask thing, where I was saying they look dumb mostly. The original Rhinox actually had a pretty cool mutant mask. Like on the Fox Kids version, that's how I display it with the mutant mask on because, like, that makes it a completely different character to me. Kind of how like uh, Polar Claw and uh, he has those two masks, right? You can kind of pull them off with two different characters if you just turn the head around. You can make Polar Claw armyable too. Make make the one make I guess like the more organic like with the more the more organic be the the regular face, right? Which one's the robot face? Which one's the mutant face? This is what I'm trying to ask. On Polar Claw, the robot face is the red one. Oh, okay. The big old smile is uh. That's the mutant mask. Yeah, his, his is so strange. His mutant mask is so strange. But I, what I was gonna say is like, maybe okay, then maybe make the mutant mask one like the regular polar claw and all the robot faced ones like some troops. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, maybe. If only those wings collapsed that cleanly. Holy crap! If only they on the air razor. If if only they like they just they cleaned up, you know, instead of like being huge and hanging off like back into here if they just fold it up a little closer to the body i think that'd be pretty tight bar man i hear you i wish we had creativity in transformers now too instead it's just block after block after block where the fuck is bricks <laughs> just re- rehashing g1 uh, someone's in the uh oh i guess matt dropped out by accident i was wondering why i was pretty quiet hey sorry man i didn't know you dropped out I was talking to myself for about 20 minutes, and I thought you guys were just ignoring me. I'm like, look at Rhinox's fucking horn. Oh, my God. They could have made Silverbolt's tail a shield. It could have come off if it wasn't tied to that stupid gimmick. I'm like, oh. So much. I think his face better here. Not only his face, but like the configuration for the, for the backpack opposed to how it, how it was on the show. It's amazing what you can accomplish when you're not trying to build it around a disc launcher like a damn Nerf gun. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, you, th- there's still all that backpack kind of like, <clears throat> back there. And I guess yeah. it's a, a good thing they decided to make the tail longer to support all that. But still. Well, if you remember on the show, he used his wings a couple times. There was that beach fight that he had Rampage where he wrapped his wings around him and almost was able to like almost enclose himself like a cocoon with his wings. Hang yeah. on. Stop here for a second. <laughs> Why are you always twenty four seven using that? Me? Was that was actually that was actually me? Was oh, me. okay. Was gonna be my No, I muted it. Thank you very much, bro. Look at these cannons, man. Is it cold outside or uh, what's going Holy on? Shit. <laughs> Optimal fucking optimist. To be fair, about half of those cannons is just a giant plastic missile. 
Woo. Oh, dude, like the missile is like plug. It's like the missile. Like here's the cannon tip right here. And then it's- he's just cold. Just hey, really- what did what did y'all think of the power of the primes? Uh, this is pretty bad. I bought it just out of like the fact that I had to put my money where my mouth was. Yeah, but you didn't like it. Uh uh-uh, uh not really. I like the uh the throne uh, of the primes repaint. Mm-hmm. I thought that looked I thought that looked cooler and maybe maybe if they made it not have such a dorky gimmick and they increased <laughs> the accuracy of the show colors, I probably yeah. would like the original a lot more. But as it stands, like I I had to spend basically like eighty dollars in upgrades just to get it halfway presentable. Did you did you see the perfect effect dark version of Guerrero? I did. I'm not a big fan of perfect effects build quality, so I typically don't Really? Yeah, I typically don't uh, don't don't go I after it. Like the Throne of the Primes version though reminded me a lot of the season one Optimus. Yeah. I actually yeah. got that version and sold my Optimal Optimus because that Optimal Optimus was a flaming dumpster fire. <laughs> I agree. I like how the the artwork for Black Rachnia even shows like the removable bra. Like that that being like that being a, a gimmick the whole time. Interestingly <laughs> enough, interestingly <laughs> enough, her character model in the show is her without the bro. Really? Anybody ever, no. anybody ever played StarCraft? Back uh, in the day, there there was like an alien uh, alien queen that looked just like that. Holy crap! That's incredible. Oh fuck! What are they called? Not the scourge. What are they called? The Zerg. Zerg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's like that's like all like StarCraft. There's an expansion where there was like a female queen of the hive because that's not copyright infringement having a queen alien, but whatever. She was like more shit like humanoid like uh, pieces, but that looks that's like almost a dead ringer for her. That's just that's crazy. Her transmittal too is sick. Yeah, if only she didn't have that stupid leg kick gimmick. That yeah, that, like that yeah. doesn't even like I don't even know how you activate that. Like I'm just like, why is it just unnecessarily wobbly? So if they would have left that gimmick out, or if there's a way to lock that gimmick, I would probably lock it in both my Black Arachnia and my RC, just to just to have her like have a more stable waist. But uh, yeah, this this would have been so much cooler, for sure. She got she got fixed and animated. Oh, like as far as like stability or. Well, like, 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 they, they took the transmittal two kind of like silhouette and color scheme and just compacted it and streamlined it for animated. Yeah, yeah they got rid of the shoulder pads. And... That wasn't bad. Yeah. This Cheetor though. Transmittal two. <laughs> they even they even uh, originally went with the derpy face. It was never Freaking pubescent Cheetor. Was little uh, his little peach fuzz, little, little goatee. Little... <laughs> Kabar said, Kabar said, super glue to fix that that spinning kick. That's the thing, man. I ain't, I ain't gonna super glue that Botcon toy. It's too expensive. I can't like I just I can't modify like those things anymore. What like, I just was, don't have what it in me. Transmittal two power. Like Black Rocket can move crap with her mind. Dinobot can heal himself. What could Cheetor do? <laughs> Cheetor was also well. He was also telepathic to a degree as well. Like he was really. The spark energy to like, oh, yeah, and he could fly. Yeah, he could fly. Okay, they just kind of yeah, made him a regular, like, super five. So, I think that was the coolest part of that fucking dude for me. There it is, Tiger Hawk. 
Hey, it's a Fusor. Uh, <laughs> here we go again. There's a there's a fucking Digimon that looks like him. I can't think of the name of it though. But... Angelmon? Fusemon. Was it? <laughs> Fusemon. Well, I mean, like, between um, his little, like, spring-loaded little missile gimmicks, I mean, just strip the gimmicks out, man. I mean, if you, if they were to t- take off all that extra crap, his extra wheels for that extra mode that he, they didn't end up publishing, like, it, it would have been so good. Yeah. I find it strange, like, even the, the extra mode isn't pictured here, but, like, we'll get into it later, but it is pictured on the Transmetal 2 Megatron. But nope. here's the Transmetal. Here's the, uh, what's up with this I honeycomb? How, I love how his head is basically drawn like it was a temple. Like just drawn from the ground up, like it should be in Lion King, and the mouth should. Oh. Or like, yeah. like wait for the mouth to open and like a, a carpet to come out. Oh my god, I could see that. The, the Megatron Cave of Wonders, yes. Jesus Christ! This rampage. Look at this, though, man. Like, holler at your boy. Hang on. A how he was going to kind of originally. I'll be back in a sec, real quick. All right. Mm. So like it looks like these would have been on the front sides instead of on the instead of I guess up top. Um, these these particular like grab claw portions. Extreme close up. Yeah, look at this. And look at uh, the head, man. The head looks dope. If only. And these are all these are all up for download at tfraw.com. So, you know, you can go, you can go kind of check them out and, you know, get some, some more zoomed in uh, images if you want to get up close with it. But it's, uh, it's awesome. Transmetal Waspinator. <laughs> I always wondered if I was doing this correctly with the, the front wasp legs, but I just kind of like laid them over his shoulders there. And I was just like, is that, is that right? Am I doing that right? Never knew. I do think it's pretty fitting, given the stars, the, the stars cream episode that they gave him a uh, a jet mode. Yeah, that's 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 definitely. I feel like it's only predicated on that, though. Like, I feel like Starscream definitely should have possessed Pterosaur. Like, it would have just made more made more sense. Well, voice wise, they're so similar anyway. Yeah, and that's uh, probably why they didn't go for it. That freaking Pterosaur voice! Oh my god. Tarantulas looks good too, man. There he is. Oh, hey, Dakota, going back to the Bad Spark episode, there's there's a part where Tarantulas is like stalking Black Ragni and he like ramps off this crazy like tree and like transforms in midair and just tackles her. It's 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 savage, but like oh you yeah, forget, <laughs> you for you forget that he was actually a really skilled fighter with this little dastardly prick hiding in a dark hole waiting to trap unsuspecting Cheetor or whatever, but. But he actually could get down, and then his crazy shoulder like machine gun things too. They made the coolest sound that that gun firing sound. <laughs> yeah, just sound like some some big old fat fat bullets. Blah 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 well, blah, like, blah 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 like, like, like bubbles. Black, Black Arachne unloaded on Rampage in that same episode. He was just laughing about it. <laughs> like yeah, whatever. He was tough till uh, till Rampage got a hold of him. Then he wasn't so tough anymore. Yeah, he he's been disarmed. The the quick strike I find interesting because it looks like they even kind of based his card art off of this this pose yeah, right here. That's very much his card art. Yeah, which which is interesting. Like if, if that's how they kind of you know maybe because like most like most of these were were fairly different from from their card art, but the the quick strike was very very similar. Tarnation. 
which I, I really do like this. Like if only we could have gotten some, just some extra hinges in this little area right here. That would have been sweet. Dude, I think, I mean, honestly, he was begging to be at least a deluxe class or even, even if they would have mega sized him. Can you, can you imagine? I, I, I do honestly, I really would have liked a deluxe class to have him kind of maybe, maybe like a shorter deluxe to where he wouldn't have, he still wouldn't have been like taller than Silverbolt, but still kind of close enough. Yeah. So, Kabar, I've got the. I'm, I'm, I plan on doing the same thing. Kabar says he's going to print these out and hang them on a wall. Like, I, I plan on definitely doing the same. I may uh, take them to like Office Depot and try to get some 11 by 17s printed. Nice. Transmit. Like that looks good. There we go. There's there's Inferno. I had to. I was uh, I was rearranging some of these figures on the shelf the other day, and. Um, uh, you know, I had to kind of like move them around to get some some uh, risers put in on that shelf, and I, I just kind of like I picked this one up and just started messing with it. It was just really fun to mess with. I can't believe I waited so long to get it, but uh, very likable toy in my opinion. I wonder why they had to change the uh, name. Uh, it was because uh, Inferno was a peg warmer. Oh, Inferno was a peg warmer, so to oh. uh, kind of trick retailers into ordering another Fire Ant toy, they changed the name of him to uh, to Scavenger. Well, look at that. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I was sure like a, a freaking uh, copyright issue or something. No, I don't think they... I don't think they ever lost the Inferno copyright, because like after Beast Wars and Beast Machines, they used the name again in... Uh, universe, mm-hmm. and then yeah, what, Beast Machines too. Was there an Inferno in Beast Machines? Oh, that was a Scavenger. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, there was. There wasn't uh, one. In, yeah, Inferno right. was um one of the I uh, was Thrust's minicon and Armada, so they still had the rights then. Okay, yeah. So they probably yeah. didn't ever. Yeah, they probably didn't lose Inferno at any point. There we go. So. And here's the Megatron. And this is like I was saying whenever we were looking at Tiger Hawk earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they featured the vehicle mode. So I think that was definitely I still God. feel like the the, the kind of canceled Tiger Hawk vehicle mode that we see, that we have seen, we see people do. I feel like it's just a, a speculation thing more than anything else. Well, but, he's got those wheels on his back for reasons. Oh yeah, I mean he can he can still do the transformation. And I think that I think that stuck, but like I think for Tiger Hawk, maybe I still feel like maybe it was just aesthetics. You know, mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I could totally be wrong. I think it's interesting. The uh, the little pilot here would have been evocative, kind of like G one Megatron. You see where he's got the little helmet and all that. And we did see this pilot eventually. Uh, I don't think it was this detailed, but we saw it in the Japanese release of Cryotech. But that would have been done in such a flip if, if Megatron were able to talk to the Vok and somehow like get in league with them. I think it would have been neat. Like he like seemed to uh, use them to get more power and then and then burn their, burn them on the back end or something. I feel like maybe that's something. I think actually I remember reading something somewhere where like before Beast Machines was sort of settled on, they wanted to have kind of season four of Beast Wars be a thing where they lost Megatron after leaving orbit and they would have had to hop from like planet to planet, kind of chasing them down. Oh, but I think that all ended up getting scrapped and they were like, all right, let's just wrap up beast wars and go on to beast machines. 
I don't know. I, it definitely, it definitely irked me when when you get into beast machines and you realize that they basically just took a piss on everything that was accomplished for the moment. I mean, granted, they were they saved Prime and, and restored the time flow or whatever the case, but I mean, just to have Megatron break free and and you know wreak havoc on on Cybertron. I feel like it it made it made for more compelling story though. Like we had never seen a Megatron like really successfully conquer Cybertron, especially to the capacity that this one did. Yeah, and I think it. I think it just made for a more compelling uphill battle. But they'll be pissed off the G Oners. Oh, they'll be fine. <laughs> they'll be fine. This though, man, this is killer. Like this, the spike thing coming out of the front here. Like, what's up with that? And it looks like there's like some little drawing here. Like, I don't know if maybe these were meant to be like individual bead like pieces, and maybe the not quite a. Uh, you know, a, a rubber rubberized plastic hose. I mean, like on the on the hard copy, they were they were definitely rubberized plastic. They probably decided that would have just been an insane parts count, making them individual pieces on a wire. <laughs> Josh, hey Dakota, <laughs> check this out. So I had there's a customs dude that took a uh, laser back from Transformers Prime, and uh, I saw that in one of your pictures. Um, of of the the laser back as as a Transmetal two Dinobot, yeah. I thought that looked pretty cool. Yeah, he, he came out pretty good. I mean, I just I hated that whole dynamic as far as it him being a clone and having Dinobots memories. But I mean, it all it all came out good in the end, I guess. But it kind of makes you wonder because he could heal himself, and uh, people always. I saw that there's the the fan art that they had that one time where it's like Dinobot standing guard at the Ark. It's like it's a comic book, I think. Might have been IDW, but uh, uh, may have been fan art because I don't think I don't think that was an ascending or gathering, or maybe it could have been maybe that could have been the twentieth anniversary special because I, I never I never picked that up to give it a look. Unfortunately, I, I, saw, I saw someone had shared it a while back and I saved it, but I lost it somehow. But it was Dinobot, like basically like, taking taking command and, and guarding the Ark, and there's a, there's a picture of the ending picture is him looking out for his prime. Like, like you know, don't worry, I'm going to be here, kind of thing. But uh, that dialogue and, and everything attached to it. So, so it may have been, maybe created, possibly then. God, so. it was good. If, if it was fan created, it was it was definitely talented. Whoever did it, I need to find it again. That's cool, man. I'd always thought, like, you know, like really and truly, like, what if Dinobot two did survive? Like, I mean, he realistically he should have, but I would think the regenerative properties that he had mostly came from rampage you know uh how he kind of shared that half of his spark with rampage and afterwards he just wouldn't have had yeah that ability. ability to do it so but uh getting into some topics uh, we posted a discussion in the the Beast War Society group, um, asking people if they still had their uh, their first Beast Wars toy, and uh, or or what it was if they remembered what it was and if they still had it. So, um, real quick, I guess I'll pose the question to you guys, uh, Rodri. Do you remember what your first one was, and do you still have it? Uh, so my first Beast Wars figure was um, the original Ultra Megatron. And I got that second hand from my cousin. It was partially broken and missing parts. Um, 
But yeah, I still have it to this day. Um, it's actually uh, in storage at my parents' house at the moment. But yeah, I've since replaced it. My collection. That's cool, though. It's cool that you still have it. I always think that's neat. Just the the kind of sentimental aspect of it. Mike, what about you, man? Mike. Um, my first oh. one was, uh, I think we discussed this one time because you were surprised how late I was into the game of Beast Wars, but it was actually um, uh, Optimal Optimus was yeah, my first right. one. And, um, I, and as far as that one, I do not have that one per se, but I do have one. But that that one I had from you know as a teenager, but that was my first one because I had started so late in the Beast War game. That's cool, Tyler. I, I know. I remember you said yours was was a rat trap. Do you still have that same basic rat trap? Oh no! Oh, no. got lost. Got lost to the knives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very much. <laughs> knives and do they allow fireworks in Canada? I feel like he strapped an M80 to his back. No, I, never, I never did anything like that to my Beast Wars stuff, but I did take knives and pins and stuff to my rubber Street Shark figure. I thought it was like really cool. I was like, oh man, they have real life like stabbing action and just like stab them with knife tips and shit. You know what? You'll actually be impressed on this one, um, uh, Tyler. I actually took a hammer to my uh, G1 Optimus Prime. Attaboy. Dalton says that. His first one was Transmetal 2 Scare Him, and he still has it. So, Scare Him, I don't even know him. <laughs> nice. I got that. Uh, Matt, what about you, man? What was your first, and do you still have it? Right here. Oh, uh, what was Sky, was that Sky Shadow. Yeah, very Sky cool. And that's that's the the first one you picked up. That's the first one you like. That's, yeah. that's the one. That's the one. The All right. One. The mine one. was uh, mine was Beast Wars Grimlock, and I I ended up buying like I ended up losing one of his little toes, the mutant mask halves, a uh, couple other things. So I ended up buying um one to to replace those pieces, and I did a successful uh, part swap transfer, albeit like gold plastic, but. Um, mm. That's the one I display mm. on my non-show organic shelf, and I still have just that kind of spare one. I put it on the Dinobot shrine just because, like, to me as a kid, man, that was always Dinobot. I, I just thought that's just what his toy looked like, and I didn't know that there was actually a, a Dinobot toy that was brown and pinkish flesh color cone. So, <laughs> um, and in the Facebook group, though, we got a, a couple of really awesome uh, answers uh, from Dunkel. I can't pronounce the last name. Uh, they said Rat Trap and didn't survive the Beast Wars, but luckily they were able to get another one. Um, Eric G said, I remember the, the scenario well. Uh, his girlfriend at the time hit a, and him hit up Toys R Us in Times Square to pick up a gift for a birthday. And I remember seeing Armadillo and Scorponok and being like, what the fuck is this? Um, <laughs> <laughs> sadly, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Yeah, sadly, no, he doesn't own either oh, figure man. anymore. So, um, I wonder uh, if girlfriend was said reason why he doesn't have those figures anymore. I don't know, man. Um, Eric G, I think I've seen that name in the in the Joe in the Joe group. Uh, you should. Uh, do you know who who that is, Mike? What's his name again? Eric G G E E. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I know him. 
You should ask him. Just ask me, like, hey, man, is, is that because your girlfriend was just like, no? Oh, that was him? Oh, hell, I'm going to text him right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matter of fact, you know what? I'm just going to call his ass. Stacy Stark has a very interesting answer to this. Uh, she says, I actually have never owned any of them. Uh, my mom had some weird ideas when I was a kid. She was a feminist and would, leave, would let me play with my brother's toys, but would not let me get Transformers for myself. Also, the Beast Wars cartoon came out when I was 19, so I was at that strange, strange age where I was like, well, uh, I'm an adult, so I can't watch this. And she said, thank goodness I can do that quickly. So anyways, now as an adult, I'm in the Beast Wars collection. Uh, really don't know which Beast Wars toy she wants first. Um, I say you really can't go wrong with any of them. They're all like they all have their their own little except for Air Hammer. Air Hammer doesn't have any like great <laughs> get a cyber shark. Bantor. No, I got a cyber shark. <laughs> Chris Barnes says 10th anniversary tarantulas. Um that his nephew gave him. Wow, that's awesome. Um uh let's see. Legendardo one one says the the Razor Claw, I'm guessing. Was it Razor Claw in the U.S.? I think so. Um, yeah, it was Rock Man. So he's the, the small Predacon crab. So. Yeah, Razor Claw. Um, Josh Fisher coming out, coming out swinging with the money bags. My first two Beast Wars Transformers were the first Optimus Primal and Megatron. There you go. Down to his youngest sister, but they're a mile yeah. up the road at my mom's house. How about that? Uh, back to the to the Facebook comments. Tim G said Razor Beast was my first. Then I lost his mane a week later. Uh, oh. I want to figure again. Uh, says he doesn't know where it is now. No. Pumba. Uh, <laughs> Pumba. <laughs> uh, Josh Lang says Razor Beast, Armadillo, and Terror Store. Razor Beast was my first uh, for his birthday in November, and if you recall, he got Armadillo and Terror Store as Christmas presents uh, the following month. Um, our boy Kabar said, uh, my first ult- my first was Ultra Primal, and yes, I still own him. He is missing the beast head, a sword, and two men. so distinctly remember trading one of mine for my friend's broken Scorponok back in the day. I still have the shell of that Scorponok, too, but it is beyond repair. He said he traded Rat Trap for it. He also remembers one year his dad, uh, a.k.a. the Tooth Fairy, placed a Noctoro under his pillow. Uh, that was fun. What? He says he has a picture of uh, him as a kid holding Magna Balls up. Yeah, dude. Like as a tooth fairy, I got like dollar bills. I didn't get uh, I didn't get mom. I got quarters. Beast Wars instead of dollar bills. Whenever I lost a tooth. So, nope. Uh, dude, JL has as a has a pretty funny uh, pretty funny one. He says, "I remember I had an Optimus Prime." He turned into a truck, though, and he was truly excellent. <laughs> he says, really, though, it was Tarantulas. Uh, I never had many because at the time it came out, and I was already barely interested in toys. In fact, Beast Wars was the last cartoon I watched until I was much older. Oh, that's sad. Um, Even Mr. Greg from Mercy chimed in, said the bat and alligator primal and Megs, uh, followed by Quick Strike and Bantor later. Yeah, good. Gregor's Gregor's came out. That's what's up. Josh said, "Uh, pizza delivery driver and made a hundred dollars in tips a night and bought all the Beast Wars shit." (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. 
just a few more, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, Polly Saint said, Lyle Convoy for me from B-Force Second. So I'm wondering if um, if maybe that was either from like the, that online Hasbro, Transformers, whatever, if that may have been Sonicong or something. Or, uh, or maybe, you know, just lived in Japan, got a Lyle Convoy. Uh, Ronald P. said, Polar Claw, and sadly, no. So... Very cool stuff. Uh, we're glad so many people uh, chimed in in the Facebook group. Uh, it was really awesome. Ghost Lord Peter says, "Wait, wait, wait." Sorry, go ahead. Because Ghost Lord Peter says, "My first was Drill Bit, my second was Quick Strike, but my favorite was Transmetal Pterosaur." Yeah. So. Mm. And I just want to—I just want to read off. Uh, I want to read off my buddy Justin Lee's. Are you on the post? or Are you just looking through the pictures? I was—I was just kind of looking through the pictures. Okay, I got to get to the actual post because. For some reason, I didn't hit the C more. The C more. One second here, yeah. Okay. Hey, Dakota. What's up? Who was that that question, uh, what do you think would happen if uh, Megatron hadn't been dropped in fire once he got the original Megatron? We're going to get there in just a second. Yeah, we'll okay. be there in just a moment. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. That is, I, was looking forward to, I was looking forward to that one, to be honest with you. Well, you can look forward a little longer because I'm scrolling <laughs> in full Tyler's hell-bent and determined. Oh, my God, yeah. That's my boy. I can't find the post anywhere. Dude, just, uh, just How about a single something while y'all scroll there? Go ahead. You got a guitar? Sweet Caroline. Bum, 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 bum. There we go. Good times never seem so good. Right. So good. Oh, what up? So I can't good. find. The, I can't find the post. I'll just read what I have here. So he I says. Found it. Okay, well, good. Just like that, Jesus, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not know how to search on Facebook? So the joke's on you. I wasn't actually looking the whole time. I just figured you'd get mad enough to find it. Oh my god! <laughs> I hate you so much. Tyler's yeah. so Justin Lee down by uh, down by where Rodri stays. Tyler's Tyler's fucking friend Justin Lee says <laughs> says Transmetal Cheetor and Rhinox. I would watch reruns of season one whenever I could, and my mom would try and tape season two whenever she could. I remember wanting Optimus from season one, bit my mum, couldn't find him. So she got me Cheetor and Rhinox. I was so happy, and I still have Cheetor. My cousin, who was older than me, was collecting them, and whenever he let me play with his toys, it was always Optimus I went for. That's what's up. Shout out to Justin Lee. That's all I want. Yeah, what's up? I got a quick one. So did anybody feel like... Uh, when the transmetal thing happened, that the original Ultra Class figures kind of got like screwed. I mean, like, God, Optimus had so many weapons, he didn't get enough hands to, to to hand them all, and then he gets this megaphone mace cannon thing. Like, anybody- well, like you know, it's like they they they, they did, with the transmetals, they did away with Ultra and with Basic Class, and like the Basics returned with the Fusors kind of later uh, later that year, but yeah. Ultras didn't come back until. Transmetal twos, but like we got that one supreme, we got the optimal Optimus, like that was supposed to be the 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 big replacement. And I guess like dude, optimal Optimus had a fair amount of 
firepower, you know. But and like, even with that, though, he was he was pitted against Megatron on the show. But in in figure comparison, come on, my head missile is going to defeat you. Get the hell out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. What, what is that? And then and then to have to have Tiger Hawk with like four missiles, which is crazy. I don't think I'm trying to think if there's any Transformers figures in Beast Wars that had four missiles. Uh, and, Optimal Optimus. Ind- ind- independent launching. He had the two missiles in his chest. Oh, 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 oh. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Tiger Hawk had four he could put on you at the same time. I mean, Super Bowl the, the, the original, two. The original Primal had that with yeah. the, oh, the shotgun and the two. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think I don't think anyone else utilized uh, four at the same time, though. Predacons got screwed. I'm, I'm just going to say that. Drop the mic. I mean, Optimus had a cool surfboard. He could he could surf the sky. The Megatron had skates. Megatron had roller skates. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, Megatron also had two VTOL engines. So. Yeah. So he was just like a nerdy helicopter, which was f- fucking awesome. I mean, yeah, it kind of was. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's the only with, the only two figures that could launch four missiles. We got a viewer question from John. Oh, crap. He says, in season three episode Master Blaster, Megatron receives a new body when he stole the spark from the original Megatron and Quick Strike dropped him into the lava. But before he was betrayed, you can see he's already starting to kind of mutate like Primal did when he was housing the spark of Optimus Prime. So his theory is, if he wasn't dropped into the lava... He wouldn't have gotten the dragon body, perhaps something along the lines of optimal optimist. What are your thoughts on this theory of mine? And he says, what are your thoughts on this stupid theory? But I don't think it's a stupid theory at all. I think it's a brilliant theory. Yeah. So two things. One, there's two other figures that can shoot four missiles at a time. Oh. Lyle Convoy mm. and Big Convoy or Nemesis Prime. Mm. I didn't even think Japanese. Yeah, the shot, the yeah. shotgun, the two, the two hip blasters. Yeah, okay. Yeah, kudos, bravo, sir. Well played. Kabar said, "Yeah, but Megatron could shoot water at you <laughs> <laughs> with his little throat penis launcher." Him and Quick Strike both, and Torka. All right. So as far as the um, mm. the question, question goes. Matt, you said you're really interested in checking in with this one, so why don't you go first? Uh, I think, honestly, uh, we probably would have been looking. Had the fire thing not happened, first of all, I'm just going to point out the fact that Megatron turned into a dragon, which was Chinese mythology and like English that would come years later, so whatever. I don't want to go too hard in that paint. But I think um, we would have been looking at kind of like a Blitzwing type of Megatron. I don't know how they would have incorporated a beast mode necessarily, but I mean, I could definitely, I could definitely imagine a non lava, non dragon transmetal two Megatron having possibly a tank in plane mode, and given the articulation that Beast Wars had at the time, that kind of engineering would have been possible. He might have not had the, the Beast mode though, but um, I, I think that would have. That's a, it's it's interesting to think about. I mean, it could have been just a, a bigger gun, but trying to incorporate it into that would have been difficult. And primal, so what primal? Jesus. Right. So, you know. Who just slammed their head against the desk and did a line? You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. So, I kind of agree with that. I'd like to go next. Um, Ghost Lord Peter and Dalton essentially were sort of on the same train of thought. 
Uh, Dalton says, I think if Megatron wasn't thrown into the lava, he would still have been a T-Rex, but with elements of like G1 and G2, maybe a tank third mode, something like a, the purple G2 tank Megatron. And goes something with Peter like, was like, yeah, like Galvatron. Mm. That's where That's I was heading, I was actually. Yeah. Something yeah. like Beast Wars second Galvatron. I think that, uh, you know, granted, Beast Wars second Galvatron was a type of dragon, but it was definitely more of that robotic dragon, more of that kind of transmetal element of a dragon, opposed to like the transmetal two with the organic and the technological bits kind of all spread across. I think he would have. I think he would have turned. I, th- I think he would have definitely been something closer to Beast Wars Second Galvatron, where he would have had that tank, maybe with or without the drill, and he would have definitely been some kind of a, maybe not you know like the kind of traditional Chinese dragon that he was, but maybe like a, a form of a dragon. You know what? You know, I'm kind of thinking about that with wings. Because doesn't that have four modes? It has three. The Galvatron. Yep. Tank. Well, yeah, it's like drill tank, dragon, and robot. Oh, it doesn't actually have a tank tank mode? No, it's basically the drill tank mode, but it's got all the flip-up guns and stuff on it. I wonder if that Galvatron was originally supposed to be the Transmetal 2 Megatron, but because of its phallic nature, they decided to go with a more traditional dragon. Maybe. I mean, it could have been. It could have been maybe... You know, I know a lot of those Beast War Second designs and a lot of the Neo designs were, you know, the the Takara engineers kind of trying to make some toys to supplement, you know, the absence of, uh, you know, the long absence of, like, the Beast Wars medals series over there. Well, okay, so my opinion on it is I don't think it's a dumb theory at all. I think um, I think if he wasn't dropped in the lava... And given the dragon mode, I think we would have seen another four changer to keep the sides even. And if they were to do that, a T-Rex and a robot, and then like a VTOL jet with actual artillery, and then a tank to kind of combat the air and ground vehicle modes of Primal being the, uh, the, I guess it's a jet, and the... His Land is actually like a VTOL jet too. Like whenever you transform him, he's got those little, the wheels that split turn into like little VTOL fans that sit under his chest. Mm, yeah, I guess so. Chest, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think it would have been uh, would have been really interesting to see, but I just don't think. Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking about it, man. That would have been really cool. Yeah, Mike, I don't you, think man? it would have had the real estate for it though. Dude, I, I was thinking, optimal. man, I was really thinking he'd be more. I mean, I was thinking of a tank, but maybe kind of like a tank Galvatron mix, like you like G one Galvatron type. Yeah, G one Galvatron. Um, because if you look at Prime, you know he went more, you know, towards you know almost like a truck and vehicle mode. But I can kind of see, you know, because he was a vehicle, I can see Megatron going towards the tank. But, you know, thinking back to the 90s, were they even thinking about that? Because they weren't all up in arms about, you know, gun and submarine and all this other stuff back then. You know, so, do you don't think so? Like, honestly, man, I really can't remember, like, too many. I remember having, like, bottle cap gun toys in the 90s. Um, yeah. But I don't, I don't know if they were all – I mean, I know they all had, like, a little orange tip, right? But I don't, I don't think they were – I don't think they had to be, like, a crazy color, you know? No, nah, back in the 80s, they didn't have color tips. Yeah, well, I mean, in the 90s, whenever 
the Transmetal 2 line was, was coming out. So I feel like I still feel like they would have tried to go for tank, though, all things considered, just because it's it's way more, I think, for Megatron to turn into like uh, a T-Rex or, or large lizard equivalent, a, a flying vehicle and a tank rather than a T-Rex and a gun and a robot. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I, I really think he would have been. I mean, I really agree with what Tyler said. You know, he probably would have been a four changer regardless because they would have maxed him up with uh, uh, primal. And you think like maybe him being a lava kind of, uh, kind of like fused, basically like some of those some of those Stopped elements. Stopped him like, where he was at. Yeah. Maybe I mean, he was actually going to be a dragon, but he was going to be you know a multiple kind of you know thing. You know, like we we're talking about uh, Galvatron from uh, um, Weatherline. Beast Wars um, Second. Yeah, yes, Beast Wars Second. I mean, maybe they were going that direction with it. And when you threw him into the lava, maybe it stopped that mutation there at the dragon. And that's that's it. Maybe. I, th- I think that's, I think that's, that's a much more a, that's, plausible theory, yeah. <laughs> That that made no, like it just, just it stopped the mutation. It just stopped it to those two modes because I don't think he ever used the third mode in the show. You know, no, so. no, there was a what was it? I don't even remember the third mode now. I think it was like supposed to be some kind of weird like well dragster vehicle dragster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Makes you kind of wonder now that you think about it, would they have gone the uh, route? Would they RID Megatron? The route? That's exactly where I was getting to. Yeah, as soon as, you, as, soon, exactly. as soon as we called it, a, as soon as we called it like a dragster, I was like, "Wait, R.I.D. Megatron!" And like, the just like, I, I think the only time I've ever put that mold into that configuration was whenever it was with the Botcon 2016 Megatron, which was yep. essentially the Transmetal Three, quote unquote, Megatron, where he would have been like a two-headed dragon with, you know, or and he would have had like the the weird elephant mode if you want to call it that and the jet mode and the dragster mode and the robot the mode. mode you know maybe not the hand mode <laughs> here i'm gonna transform into a hand maybe i do i feel like i feel like maybe if you look at that at that botcon 16 megatron like maybe that was what he was always intended to be and like as a as like a little bit of a fun fact, like if you look into the you know the extended fiction in the universe line, that was what that toy was supposed to be. He was supposed to be the counterpart to the universe Optimus Primal, um, albeit an exclusive, but a counterpart nonetheless. So maybe and like he would have come back essentially from the the quote unquote after Spark. So maybe that would have uh, that would have been him like as he was meant to be, and not necessarily as he was. Which I find to be interesting. When the story never wrapped up, so I guess it doesn't really matter. But you know, all we have is our own ideas. Kabar called it a strong hand mode. Ah! rubber ducky. <laughs> I want to, man. I really want to try to find another one of those Megatrons for like around two hundred, just so I can have him holding the Botcon rubber ducky in the hand mode. If I can, I think I'll hop on it. Um, if no one else has anything else, I guess we could probably go ahead and get out of here. Uh, oh, dude, dude, Matt, did you go to uh, Bicon 16? No, I didn't go. Uh, I, lucky enough, my wife got me that. Me- I, I showed the Megatron earlier, 
but right. um, yeah, I, I got the ducky with the Megatron. I don't know how much for. I don't want to ask. I'll probably get angry. But but yeah, you you were talking about all the modes and stuff that he had. And, yeah, but I I had, to, I had to grab the ducky just to put it in there. Did she uh, did she go and pick it up directly, or did she just order it all online for you? She ordered it online. Yeah. Oh fuck so, yeah! Don't ask. Um, <laughs> you guys gonna? Say, I was gonna say if if she went and grabbed it for you in person, it's not too bad. But uh, she's a keeper. Yeah. She's a keeper. Yeah, man. Especially if she ordered it online. Uh, yeah. You know, de- definitely depending when she ordered it online, she's absolutely. That's how fixing If she ordered it like the weekend of the convention, don't ever Woo! let her go, man. Don't ever let yeah. her go. But yeah. um, I'll tell uh, you, I would quick, put my fist through my fucking wife's head if she spent that much on a toy. <laughs> I tell you, oh my god, like that made me mad just talking about it. I wouldn't actually, I wouldn't actually talk about strong hand mode. Like I wouldn't actually do that. But man, that made me mad just thinking about it. My wife spent that much on a fucking Dude. toy for me. I'd be like, what are you doing? Real quick. You got to keep her for sure, speaking man. Of, speaking God about like, spending a lot of money on a toy, you guys remember that that Antagony sold for image I sent you? Um, I got that from Kabar because um, he was watching it. That Antagony that sold for $1,200. Oh, my God. Dude. It's like if I see if I see that happen again in the next like month or two, I'm boxing I'm boxing all that three H stuff up and I'm just gonna put it in a vault. I'm just gonna put it in a big giant metal box so nothing happens to it. Why not just sell it and go to Japan? Because and I get don't, a wife. Because I don't want to sell it, man. I want to keep that shit, but I don't want it like I don't want anything bad happening to it. Like it's it's a conundrum. <laughs> so uh you know, you might as well just go ahead and melt it down and get it ready to bury with you. Shut up, Mike. Not while I'm not while I'm breathing. <laughs> not while I'm breathing. Ghost Lord Peter says we all know Canadians don't actually get mad. <laughs> He's right. I'm sorry. Dude, Kabar, you're right, dude. That shit was crazy. Like, I thought I paid, like, high dollar for mine because I, th- I bought mine for 600 And then after I bought mine, a couple sold for, like, two or 300 uh, you know, which I mean, I wasn't mad. It was the only one I could find, and I'm impatient. Uh, but twelve hundred, fuck, dude. I don't think that's gonna go away anytime soon. But, anyways, uh, Matt, real quick, I do. I want to thank you for stopping by and hanging. Out. Uh, you know, doing the collector interview and you know, chit chatting with the news and the topics and stuff for us. It was great having you on. If anyone cool. wants to know where they can find, you know, all your stuff, I have the links in the description, uh, or you can also just kind of Google Hollow Matt Inc. Um, and you can find most of it on DeviantArt. And you said you had a Facebook page too, right? Yeah. I'm on. If you go on Transformers Addicts, I've, I've posted numerous stuff on TF Addicts. they got like 14,000 uh, fans. Clinic Fadden and the guys have a pretty good support base there. But Matthew Davis on Facebook, um, you can find me. I, I'm, I'm all about, you know, photo advice, all that kind of good stuff. Just fandom in general. It's just, it's just good to be a fan and good to have friends in the fandom. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Roger was in here earlier. You can find him at Fan of Cool Stuff. Uh, I think there's a couple of numbers after it, but uh, he also has a has a Facebook page called Fan of Cool Stuffs. Fan of Cool Stuff. So you can find uh, you know some stuff there. Uh, Mike, where can people find you at, man? You can find me everywhere as Angry Mike. Awesome. <laughs> uh, you can also find uh, our boy Joe, who wasn't on tonight, uh, at Stasis Like Podcast at Gmail dot com, and uh, <laughs> you can. You can also find Dalton at Daltonians TFs. He wasn't on tonight. And you can find Brett, uh, Megamus at Mega Toy Fan uh, on Facebook. He also wasn't on tonight, but they should be joining us next week. Tyler, where can Jesus. people find you at? You can find me everywhere at Throbby Bulge Face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, fan of Cool Stuff 27 for Rodri. So Fan of Cool Stuff 27 and Fan of Cool Stuff 27 is cool stuff. That's a hell of a Facebook page. Find me everywhere at Primal Sabbath, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, of course. Uh, also, don't forget to go check out and subscribe to our Stasis Lock uh, YouTube channel. We're going to have some original content coming there soon. We already got a little bit of uh, some kind of Golden Year Supercuts up there right now. Uh, so check that out. And uh, now that we're on our way out, you should check your – you could check yourself. God. You should set yourself down. You should sit yourself because you set things. You don't set people. You should sit yourself down at the Cool Table Network to check out cool shows such as Shattercast Uncut, Enter the Realm, Play Detox, Pick a Bang of Beers, and Bulbers 40K, Flight to Fanatics, Breaking the Mold, Nerd Radio, Fresh Communications, Building Up to It, Triple Challenge, Masterpiece, Shit Piece, Theater. A couple of honorable mentions are Tedious Podcast Network, Blackout and Shout, All Tuned Up, Off the Runner, Cybercast, Black Gumbo, Around 30 Minutes with our boy Matthew D. Lewis Waldron. Thank you all for watching tonight, and we will. What? Yep. Who doesn't exist? Tedious. I don't know. No, no, no. I thought I thought you said I thought you said you stopped back and forth. Yeah, that too. <laughs> we'll talk about it. No, it's fine. We'll run through it again. Sit your ass down at the Cool Table Network. Check out cool shows such as Jackass, Netflix, and the Rump. Point Detox, Big Bang, Abyssal, Border 40K, Flash Fanatics, Breaking the Mulders Radio. Price Communications, Building Up to a Verbally Challenged, Masterpiece, Shippies Theater, Blackout, and Shout All Queued Up, Off the Runner, Cybercast, Galactic Gumbo, and Around 30 Minutes with our boy Matthew Deluxe Baldwin. Uh, thank you for watching. Don't forget to like our Facebook page, subscribe, uh, follow us on Twitter, and all that other fun stuff. We'll catch you guys later. Dakota, breathe. <laughs> breathe, man. <laughs> <laughs>